All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito, Ebontis, and Ty Guy Travis. Thursday evening campfire. What is going on, gentlemen? How we doing, E? What's up? Let's start with you. Um, yeah, just trying to basically figure out what's going to be taking up my time in the next couple of days. We've got a couple games, and we might talk about, you know, what we're looking in after we get into at least the main topics of the show for Destiny. But I do want to kind of cover... Everything that happened outside of Destiny, but I want to kind of save that for the end more because there's stuff I'm hyped for. For obvious reasons, there was a trailer this morning that I got up early for and everything else. So uh, kind of, of course, excited for the minute trailer, perhaps 15, 16 minutes. Yeah. However long that was. Yeah. (laughs) We will talk about that towards the end, kind of cover a little miscellaneous topics. Um, But yeah, just kind of got a couple games kind of pulling at me. I want to see which one I want to get into. Both of them have some length to them, so I'm trying to decide which one to start first. Uh, Travis, what about you, man? Stressed as always, trying to Good, keep man. up with the review world. Yeah, I'm on that. I'm on that grind. Finished my review of Writers Republic, which was a lot of time, and now I'm previewing a different game for um, IGN. So it'll be another busy week, and then and then uh, tonight, I guess, uh, Forza Horizon's coming out for people who have early access. So I'm going to be hopping on that hard. Because the uh, reviews that came out this morning are yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, that's pretty, one of the yeah. ones I'm I'm debating pretty on good. for sure. It IGN gave it a ten. Yes, yeah, there are not many yeah. masterpieces. What the hell? Would you have Deathloop as a masterpiece? Forza mm-hmm. as a master? Is there another masterpiece this year? I feel like there was one was other. You're right. There might be. I can't remember. I feel like was it uh, was open it critic? Deathloop no. was rated high, Death but I don't know if. It, yeah, I think open open critic it got um. The highest rated game of the year so far, so for, yeah. uh, for Horizon Five, yeah. I was surprised how many. Obviously, this is like not not a, a reason, but there's like a lot of smaller outlets that gave it like 80s and 85s. I was kind of yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, very doing very well. We got obviously have a review up right now on ILP with Attic. Shout out to him, and he had a great perspective because he's like the the racing haters review. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, okay, you know what I'm saying, kind of thing. But yeah, so you've been uh, getting in the grind, Trav, with uh, just reviews and just... Yeah, yeah, just grinding it out, dude. It's going to be a really busy November. So uh, this is usually like the busiest month of the year, but it, maybe it's not as bad this year. I mean, until yeah, the it's... Destiny 30th anniversary and the uh, the Halo Infinite are yeah, all coming yeah, yeah. out. So there's a little bit of like a, a lighter thing now how about you cog what have you been up to yeah man it's been non-stop brother it's been non-stop between like you said the, the review season and and podcasting and and it has been non-stop the only good thing <laughs> is i've been able to take my destiny vacation still i'm still on it i'm still on Ooh. it it's, it, it nice. feels good to be free for a little bit i ain't gonna lie like i know i'm coming back but it's just it's been about two weeks now and um you yeah, haven't on at all in two weeks Having wow. on, having logged on. I have, I have the last time I logged on was when you guys told me the nerf for the because I was about to start Festival of Lost. And you said no, nope. and, and I was like, nah, nah, nah. nah. Well, then <laughs> and I was, yeah. Then I was like, just right, uh, Disco Elysium yet? So close to the end. That's that's oh, what got nice. me. Mm-hmm. So nice. close to the end. And the pro- the reason why it's taking me longer because I have like OCD with all like the different tasks and the quests and I gotta like save people randomly, other do other detective work. But um, yeah, I love that game. People are mad at me because I'm like I've completely isolated myself when I'm on gaming, and I'm like, yeah. don't talk to me. Like I'm playing like, that's Disco Elysium. Like leave me alone. Like I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like I'm becoming very socially dysfunctional. Like it's just it's hilarious. But yeah, that's yeah, I love that. 
I'm I'm nowhere near the end, but uh, I'm working my way through it. And I so I don't know if I, if I told you guys this, but I pride myself on uh, playing all the game, completing all the games that get nominated at the Game Awards. Yeah. So okay. I'm wow. like I'm on, I'm on my like Game this Awards is like or like your Game of the Year stuff for no you. the Game Awards. Oh. Like if, if it gets if it gets nominated, I beat it. Like that's wow. that's Ooh, I like that. For, like, is it Game of the Year decades. or like? It, most nominated anything. thing. Oh my god! How can you do that, man? Anything. I oh do my it. yeah. God, I get through it. So that's like my. Uh, I pride myself on that. So there's like a few. Obviously, not all the nominations have been announced. So I'm trying to uh, kind of like preempt it. Like there's some I know are gonna have some sort of nomination. So I'm trying to get those done. But yeah. I'm on my final sprint. I have like six or seven games that I need to beat in November if I want to stick up to the. Wait, uh, what's left? I'm curious. I want to know what's on this list. What's left? Yeah. So uh, I'm not finished with Death Store. I assume that's gonna get nominated for. It's something. not too long. Yeah. Um, Psychonauts two, okay. and again Ooh. that one's not super long, but I, yeah, I think that one will probably too. get nominated for at least art direction or something. Yeah, it'll get yeah. nominated. Uh, or something. I'm like halfway through uh, Far Cry f- uh, Six, which oh my god, may- maybe that'll be nominated through something. But I, 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 I definitely know. want to finish that one. I don't we'll know see. what that would make. I guess I haven't heard anything that would make me think it's going to yeah. get nominated for anything substantial. It, it's mm. more that like you just expect to see those games um, nominated, and then pretty much everything from the first half of the year I've gotten through. Mm. I think there might be one or two that I'm still behind on. I beat Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think we talked about mm. last week. But I still got to play I beat that, that game. Awesome stuff. I beat that yeah. game. I beat that game in one day, dude. Yeah. I just like devoured that game. So that's on my list. That's uh, next. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. should. You guys should play that. That will definitely be getting nominated for something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I gotta get that done. Great. Um. Trying to think of what other ones are, but yeah, that that's uh, I've I've got I've got a lot of work to do in November. All my free Jesus. time is going to be catching up. So. That's hardcore. Respect. I never do that. That's we or the most we do is just like vote what we think we're going to win in each category on ILP and stuff. But to play every game nominated in play every, every not category. even like hey, I want like four or five hours in this one. It's like no, I got to roll credits on everything. Ooh. You, you know are- what's funny is that I did it because. Um, I was at a different outlet before IGN and they used to do uh, voting and I would always get so frustrated with the game of the year voting because you have people voting who haven't played all the games yeah. and like you're right. like voting in all these categories and people just vote for like the one game that they played or yeah. their impression right. of what another game was. I just got so frustrated by that. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to like double down and I'm just going to next year, I'm going to play every single game. So nobody can say that about me. And I've just been doing it since. And I think Hello. I started that in like 2012. Oh, that's, that's gangster. I got to give it up to you. Now that, that right there, yeah. cause it's true. I'm guilty of it too. Like there's, you look at the list like, damn, I didn't play that. But r- objectively, how can you really give an opinion on the game of the year or the game or whatever character, if you literally didn't play that? And that, you know, when I got exposed with that, Hades. Sob- oh, oh Sob- Hades Sob- is he's like fantastic. Because at the time when it came out, I think it was Switch only at the time. Yeah, it's and, um, Switch and PC first. Yeah, it was Switch and PC first. So I was just, I didn't know about it. He was like, I'm telling you guys, you guys are voting all these categories and none of you play Hades. You froze. Oh, no. And he was on the Hades train. So I was like, look, I believe you, but I just didn't play it. So I don't know. <laughs> but he's right. He's right. Hey, that's one of those two. Yeah. Um, I will give, like, you know, everybody has their game of game of the year discussions and it's like i'm sure the war rooms are interesting on some of that type of stuff and it's one of the podcasts i don't always listen to giant bomb but they actually do their full deliberation over the course of like five days over every topic they have everybody in like one sweaty conference room and i mean it probably is it's like you know that many people in one room is just gonna be a little bit but they actually talk through everything 
and they kind of do work stuff out. And as Travis said, it's like not everybody is going to either be interested in everything or have a chance to play everything depending on obligations, many other things. So it's like if you can, that's amazing. But again, even within their realm, there may be like, you know, best story or best style or whatever their categories are. It's like not everybody's going to you're not going to play something that's on every list. And yeah. they kind of go through and they talk about it and, you know, somebody's going to like make a case for something and somebody and it's hilarious sometimes like some people will make a case like so hard and be like, I was trying to put my game up for number one, but your case is like so convincing, oh, like, yeah. you know, it's like that makes them kind of bump their own down just to give it one credit. So it's like there are a lot of ways to handle that. It's like props for trying to play everything, which is impossible for most people. But it's like, it is one of those, that's why Game of the Year is always so hard. Like, these are my opinionated game of the, games of the year. It's like, for me, right now, there's a few that are really high on that list. Like, Grime, Grime was like, not top, not game game of the year, I'm saying just like top ones that are remembering. Yeah. Grime, for me, was like a standout indie. Like, that was one of my better indies. Like, I played that, and then I played Death's Door. And I think Grime made me, like, appreciate Death's Door less. Because I got Ooh, done playing. Really? Yes. Wow. Because Grime is a 2D Souls game made by, like, oh, five or six over. people. But, I mean, That's like, over. Death's Door is an isometric Souls. True. Like, it is an action... It's more Legend of Zelda. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. okay, then it's a 2D, like, what's the... Um, Salt and Sanctuary? Legend of Zelda. Like, Salt and Sanctuary is probably a good yeah, reference Salt for Sanctuary. Grime. Yeah, that's a good reference, yeah. That's a good for reference. Grime. Um, mm -hmm. But they are, like... I mean, Zelda, sure, to a point, but it's, like... I find action either way, but it was like, I played one hardcore action, dodging progression type game. And then I went and played another one, like right next to it. And like grime yeah. was so unique and like the style and like the world and the weird story that it went through was just absolutely bizarre, but kind of crazy at the same time. Like I'm trying to figure out what my character is actually doing. You get to this end sequence and then like some of the boss fates just absolutely sat me down and was like, no, no, you can try that again. Uh, and then I went through and played Death's Door and it wasn't nearly as much of a challenge. Like first boss I got to didn't oh, check yeah. me. It was just I'm like, it wasn't quite the challenge. And while it was very cool and like cool themes after playing one that was yeah, done, you went from, yeah. I went from one that was almost done by smaller people and almost to me, like kind of did it better in some ways, not all, but some to that one. It's like, I always see Paris, for example, like Death's Door is like his game of the year. And it's like, I right. get it that it was good, but for me in reference, like, it, it doesn't. Yeah, you just came from grime. No, I know where yeah. you're coming from. I, I have situations like that with, with certain games in specific genres, and it's like, yeah, this is the better ga game. You know right. what I'm saying? But it may be like obscure. Mm -hmm. It's like well, the way you're feeling about that, the only cross reference I have is like, because I'm such a turn based guy with, um, uh, I'm, yep. I'm playing Phoenix Protocol. Now that it's on uh, Gamepad, and I'm like, I mean, it, bro, I, and I'm an XCOMs guy. I'm like, man. Um, Phoenix Protocol, the one that um, Julian Gallup, the original XCOM creator, made from XCOM UFO Defense from back in the PlayStation days when it launched. And he's now doing his own game. And man, like, I'm like, yo, this is kind of superior to XCOM on like Really? Levels. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm sitting there and I, I got to stand. I'm a person that has XCOM oh, as God so, here. Yeah. Like, that is my favorite. Dan Stapleton, my boss oh, at IGN. Bring him, bring him through. Bring him through. Bring yeah. Dan Pull. I am turn based God. Like, the way, so yeah. I mean, the way he likes um, Souls. Is how I get with turn-based game. Yeah. Any turn-based game, I gotta at least find out what's going on. Talking like, about like I a grid-based game or like the like even turn-based RPGs, like the yeah, even turn-based RPGs, like turn. That's why you like Yakuza, like a dragon, huh? 
Once they told me it was term, I was like, oh, all that's the one. Together. I'm all in. I'm all in. Oh, that, that was like my So I know Midnight yeah, Suns is like, you know, if they can do it right is the perfect combination. Oh, my God. That'll be so good. It, oh, got, dela- it got delayed. We actually did see I it know. got delayed. But honestly, as you said, I saw your tweet quick. Like, you were the first one I saw on it. And I look, looked and read. And I was like, you're like, just fine. Just do Let it, it right. Yeah, just do just it right. Do it. Like, that's, right. that's kind of where we're at on everything. So I was like. So what else have you guys played? Like, just kind of go around and pick like one game. So this is like Grime for me, Returnal, man. That for me was just a was hell, a hell of a journey for me. I really thoroughly enjoyed what it did, the challenge, like the environments and like how they combined like the time loop, bullet hell, uh, roguelike, just the combination of genres. And it's like you took, you saw how smart go from like Resogun there's one in between, which I didn't play, and I can't remember the name of, like, that kind of their isometric one, which looked more like Hades, kind of. Uh, and then they did, like, this 3D, just, I'm like, damn. <laughs> so, yeah. like, Returnal was a big one for me this year. What about you guys? What are some big games for you this year? Deathloop. Deathloop. Oh! Deathloop's gotta be Deathloop. on the list. Deathloop's I mean, another one on my list. I just had not got there yet. Yeah, it's on your list, like, too, yeah. That one is so good. I think it, like, if we're talking game of the year, like, what's gonna take home the big prize, I think... Uh, PlayStation sort of bumps itself off with like Deathloop sort of for me like Returnal was like the best game of the year when it came out and then Deathloop sort of knocked it yeah, off. I was like, All right. So yeah, now what, Deathloop's the best. So but. what about Deathloop did it for you? I'm curious because I sat there. Yeah, I'm and, curious. Yeah. Well, it's like the main yeah. reason like I started listening to No Offense to the Last Stand. I was starting to listen to their Deathloop discussion and you had Dustin, Rick Hogue was on there, and I already knew he wasn't a fan by some of those. Maddie was and, on there. And then Maddie, and like none of them were talking high about it, and I'm like, I don't even want to listen to it. I turned it off. Didn't what, even want to listen to it. Issue with I, I, I issue didn't with get into it that far because I was like, I know Maddie does it. Yeah, okay. I was like, well, what I, is this issue with it, well, I think he What's said he was right. like, he's like a big arcane guy, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like arcane is his heart. So for him, not that he doesn't think it's terrible. He like he likes it. He thinks it's a good game. It's just that his thing is when it comes to other arcane games and the Pantheon, this is like I don't say the worst arcane game, but definitely in the middle to low tier compared to the other experiences. So his whole thing is he I think he just feels that the uh freedom of of choice and the way the level design is structured that like you really it's limiting in comparison to past arcane games. That's what it is. So the best example I could give, I don't know if you guys are Fallout guys, but, you know, a lot of people love Fallout 3, right? And they feel it's true RPG, right? But when 4 came out, they felt it was dumbed down. They felt there were certain aspects that were taken away. So if you're new to Fallout 4, Fallout, right? You play Fallout 4, you're like, yo, this is amazing, right? Yeah. So his thing yeah. is just that, from what he came from and their history, he sees some regression on certain things. So he's not as like, oh, this is a perfect game the way ever other people. He's good. He said it's good. But yeah. he just doesn't feel it's like a, a, a 9, 10. But I know E wasn't trying to hear that because I know E loves that game. I he, thought, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was like, and I can get that. And I haven't, honestly, it's my first Arcane game. So point of reference oh. and perspective is going to oh be different. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? So it's like oh, right. Dishonored That's 1, right. Dishonored 2, like played. haven't ever played them. So for me, it's mm-hmm. the uh, like. I was playing it on stream and anybody can ask that like when I was playing, I was having like, I didn't expect, cause I wasn't entirely sure going in. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like the whole time loop thing. Can't tell on the style. I had a blast every time I booted that game up, ask anybody in chat. And it was just like, it was so much 
fun. The banter between the two main people every time you get to like a new loop, like they're giving yeah. each other like that writing alone. I was like out the gate. I'm like every time it was like pure legit, just like great. I like writing and voice acting between those two the entire time. And then you start figuring out more about this. And to me, what like if you guys have ever gone to an escape room like in person, if you've ever mm -hmm. done one, it was a combination of an escape room in a time loop. Because you have this like four by four grid time of day and which place you want to go to. And you're trying to figure out how you can go through and do like, OK, how do I move this person? And you're trying to figure out all the chess moves to finally get to the end. But also like you also have the progression where you're going through and you're getting the um, what the hell are the damn slab upgrades that you wow. can get. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I got this one. It's like, well, yeah, you can upgrade. I'm like, I'm sorry. Excuse me. So I can just literally go back in a loop to that dude again and I can have fun. It's like, then you find a silenced pistol where I'm just like picking off heads and just something about it. Every time it's like, it was not too punishing. And that some people said the AI wasn't that smart. And I'm like, well, they are kind of dumb grunts. They're meant to be in my understanding of like, but yeah. I was like, and then some of them were a little more, but it was like, overall, it wasn't so much about that. It was the like journey to like thread this puzzle together. And then finally, when you get to the end and it was honestly like nice enough, because if you did step away and you jump back, you don't have to remember the code to this box here is six, five, one, four or something like that. It tells you like there was some nice quality of life things I thought paired with just a fun sandbox. And I had a blast. Like I just had an yeah. absolute blast in it to me. So I was like, everybody, people agree with you. Don't get me wrong. Like. He represents, he, he knows he's in the minority because yeah. for a lot of people, this is going to be their first arcade experience and they're going to absolutely love it. He still says it's a great game. Like he's not, you know, he, again, this is just, this is what I call bougie game snob stuff, yeah. right? Where it's like, you know, that company, it's like if Bungie comes out, when Bungie comes out with Matt or whatever, we, we are going to get to compare Halo, Destiny, and we uh, as snobs yeah. are going to know what's the thing, right? But it's still great. It's just a pantheon of greatness. Yeah, where does at. it fall? Well, it doesn't have the supers yeah. or whatever it's like it's going back to the halo like it's just gone yeah well, yeah that's all it is that's that'll great. be a, that'll be a fun discussion whenever that day comes mm -hmm. yeah. yeah for me i always think game of the year should be the game that like brought the industry forward the most like did something that like changed the landscape yep. and so i've okay. talked about on this show a bunch of times since i started to get to know you since last year uh that my game of the year last year was half-life alex because if you play mm. the game there's like nothing else mm -hmm. like it and oh I'm, I'm a boy. little oh boy did i talk to you guys about that a lot uh yeah no, no, no. oh boy i'm cosign now that i'm vr owner i quest two. oh have you played it whoa yeah yeah i, I started i was like okay <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Oh, yeah 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 i'm very impressed very impressed we'll, we'll talk definitely more about it but continue yeah i, want to hear about your game yeah, I was gonna say this this year i feel like um, there's not like an obvious one for me, like one that like, I just I am like, you know, there's like a lot of games that do, do a lot of things, right. Like returnal, but I kind of think Hades is still the best like roguelike game, right? Like it, it, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's still to me got that formula, like absolutely perfect. Um, and I feel that way about lots of games that came out this year that like, they're like death loop is an amazing game. It's maybe up there for my game of the year. I'm not sure yet, but it doesn't, it to me, Prey is still their their best uh, gotcha. their best game. Okay. Um, so far, and what, what do you have in contention? Like, what's your contention for the year so far? What's your what's battling for the top spot for you right now? as of right now? I know this could change. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's the thing is, part of me thinks that my favorite game of this year hasn't come out yet. Mm. I think Halo. it probably is. Like, Halo? oh well, yeah, hey, but Halo is not going to be included in like the official game of the yeah, year because 
really the cutoff is November, but um, like probably Halo, like that that game is one that I played a ton this year. And then uh, the other one would be like Forza. Forza comes out like later tonight in early access, and I could see that easily being one of my favorite games. Of course, it will never get nominated for it will game never of the year. Never get nominated. That's it. I love. I love. I tried to love tweet with Ames really... today about that actually. Oh, yeah, what did Ames say? Oh, he just I'm said it's like forces, forces like here I can even look in my notifications or whatever because it's not that far. About how it'll never get nominated. I think Ains and I were talking about that. Yeah, on the show. basically it just said this year I formally yeah. reviewed Little Nightmares, Resident Evil Village. That's another one I played. Uh Psychonauts 2, Deathloop Eternal. Uh I've played Death Door, It Takes Two. Oh, dude, I forgot It Takes Two. I played that with my wife. It takes two. So I'm about to play that good. this week. It comes a game pass. So I'm about good. To play oh, you who are you gonna play it with? I don't know. Play it with a play with a couple. One, one jump in. <laughs> You got to play it with somebody who hasn't played it. Yeah, before. you have to play it with somebody who hasn't played it. Yeah, yeah, you can't play with like yeah, Ratchet and Clank. I haven't yeah, touched, true. but because mm-hmm. I'm waiting on my monitor, so that's another one. He said mm-hmm. after using Forza Horizon Five, that isn't in Game of the Year nomination. It's a big mistake, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. I said, sounds like it very much deserves to be in contention for Game of the Year. Not everyone vibes on racing games, but quality products speak to themselves. Is basically what I said. And Good debate. It is one of those that it's true. Like racing games, I know aren't for everybody. Not everybody's a car guy. Like. Honestly, I know not everybody on the podcast is probably into cars as much as I've been. It's like some are. We had Ascendant Nomad on here and he started talking yeah. cars. I'm like, oh, here yeah. we go. Like, yeah, just that like a podcast. And I lit I up on that could. one. Yeah, it's like because I oh, followed yeah. cars. I had a Lamborghini Countach poster on my wall forever. Ooh, like, all, yeah. So it's like I've been into cars for so long. So when you get like the racing game that nails it. Like in Forza yeah. 3, Motorsport 3, I think is the one that really turned me um, for Forza. Yeah. But it was like, when they nail it, they are special games when they do it right. But again, like Need for Speed Underground 2 was like one of my favorite Need for Speeds. Like, But it's never in that discussion. It's just never like racing never, never quite it's makes it there. Weird. It's like racing, sports, they're just kind of like yeah, they there. Like, you can tell they don't like it when they give their own category for the games nobody cares about. They're like it's racing sports, just like throw them all the together. Yeah, like, yeah. like I, I remember. Know. I think I think my game of the year, the year Forza Horizon Four came out, or maybe it was three, the Australia one. Mm. Uh, that year, that was like my oh. game of the year, and it was nominated by no one. Um, it was like yeah. it, like no one gave it a, a nomination. I was so confused, and then True. I realized like there's some there's some serious bias. And the, there's uh, there's racing and, and it's let's be honest, there's there's multiplayer game bias too. You know what I mean? Like you know I you know you know like I've been hard body on Destiny with music and. I'm like, yo, it never gets a domination type situation. Like it was there's always certain... like the God of Wars and the, you know, the single player and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout Paradise, like Burnout, whichever Burnout Paradise, I think is one of the best. Like how many if you played that game, you had way too much fun. And that's one of those to where it's like, what is one of the, I mean, the crash mode people have tried to even gone back and reinvent. Like there are certain things that, as you said, kind of transform places. And if Forza Horizon 5 does this magical thing, I was actually listening to Skilp's review about it and stuff, and even he's not, like, as much a racing... He wants, like, the car PG, you know, like, what he called that? Um, yeah, like, where you get the progression. Yeah, it's like, it works, because, like, that was Need for Speed Underground. You get your clunker, and you slap a crappy wing on the back, you get a little wheels, you start winning a couple races, and he, that's kind of yeah. description. He said Horizon's not quite that style, but he's like, even for him wanting that, he's like, it's just literally fun everywhere you go. And it's like, and yeah. that's one of those that's hard to compete. So it's like, not everybody's going to like a racing game, but man, it's like, if you like cars and again, that's not everybody's interest, but it's like for what it's doing, it definitely hopefully gets, and it's a 10 for IGN. So hopefully like, yeah, 
Like that's got to be in the discussion now. I'll be curious. Five window central also. Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, like playground games, in my opinion, is probably like in the top three best developers right now. Like like Reach. like just period. They've never Reach. made a bad game. Their games are Reach. always getting better. I have a theory that they will not be recognized for their talent until they come out. With until Fable, Fable comes out. Yep. Because, that's people, because yep. people people <laughs> like the RPG, they get Fable, but nobody gets the fact that they're making incredible Fable. RPGs Bro. already. And the reason that they're the perfect developer for Fable, one, because they're a British company, you got to keep mm-hmm. Fable in, in Britain. And then two, because they have already been mastering the RPG genre. It's just people don't care because it's a car game. And it's it a makes car- me sad. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's yeah. funny because as a person who is a race, I say a racing game, I, I've cooled off on the simulation aspect, like the motorsport, right? You're motorsport. Like Right. So what happens is when motorsports and all that stuff come out, I don't want to get the drive train and the cab shack. Like, I'm not any of that, right? Just throw me in there. I don't want to tweak nothing. So when Horizon came out and it was not um, Turn 10, it was these guys. I was like, okay. And I fell in love. And I was like, you I mean, know what I knew they was the GOAT? When they had the rewind feature. I said, this is for me. I'm trash. Let's do oh, it again. It Motorsport had the rewind feature. Motorsport. Yeah, had that but, true. Yeah. But it's just that the way the horizon does it and everything is a feel good. It's a festival. It's yeah. dude, everything you do. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spin, go on adventure, find these cars. And I was just like, yo, horizon for me and play with your friends in an open world car game. Like. I knew, I knew. I was like, this, this is the series for me. But I agree with you, Trav. Like, they're not gonna get the, they're not gonna get their flowers, sadly, until Fa- Fable comes out, and it's a shame. People are gonna be like, well, where did this like fantastic RPG company come from? And we're, yeah. we're, Forza Horizon players will be like, bro, yeah, <laughs> look like, at bro. Metacritic. All their games are keep increasing in their uh, Metacritic rating, and the, yeah. the highest rated games. That and one Xbox is most underrated studios. We have to give so, it to them. And I, I love Obsidian, Ninja's Theory, all those guys, but. I would be remiss not to mention Playground. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's the greatness is too much at this yeah. point. We have to you know bend the knee at some. What about you, Cog? What's on your list? As we've said a couple, where where your what's a game for the top for you? Since we fell down this rabbit hole, and people think... are like, "Where's the Destiny talk?" We'll get there. Don't yeah, worry. We get there. Not we'll a lot going this. on, so not we'll get there. Going on. Going trials episode six of Destiny. Yeah. Destiny <laughs> didn't have a, a major release this year. Also, this yeah, is like that's one of the true. That yeah. is true. Um, yeah, for me, currently, right now, I, I'm with Trav. My, I don't think my game of the year has come out. I've played it yet, and I'm, that's why I still have to play um, Guardians and a couple of others. Yeah, I like Returnal, but it left a bad taste with me because of, I was a victim of the crash thing. Mm. So Ew, I lost all my data, and I was just like, no, I'm not going back to you. Sorry. Like, I'm not, I'm not risking that. Now, I should try it again. I probably went out of the patch and all that stuff. Yeah, and, another and patch. didn't have the save state thing. Save that state's really, now there, too. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I'm talking about at the time. It, yeah. That just got there. Like, yep. when the thing came out, it was none of that. So for right now, I've gone in my head. Surprisingly, it was it's Psychonauts. Surprisingly. Nice. I haven't right that now, yet. it's like, it's Some just so goofy and out there but the, the the way it deals with mental health in such a comedic but cool way and understanding way yeah. um yeah man like i was really impressed so that right now that's leading but again i still gotta play his takes too which comes out this week on game pass that was I still got, man that was good yeah people rave about that right and now everyone's telling me listen what threw me over was hulk when he said 
Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm Same like, him on Twitter, yeah. you? I said, because we, I tease Hulk all the time. I'm like, you're the most fussiest Marvel DC comic book guy I know. Like, he hates everything, right? Oh, so I'm a, like, I have a friend like that, yeah. Yeah, like, he's so particular that he will just, like, like destroy a game because of, like, the littlest things, in my opinion, right? So when I see a Hulk gushing about something, I'm like, oh. And so all good. my friends are saying Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, I, da- I got that shout out to Sinister, my, my share partner. So we will uh, get that. He got that download. I said, bro, bro, you're up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm about to try that. Jay. Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely on my list for Game of the Year. Unexpectedly. Oh, yeah. Was not yeah, expecting yeah. that at all. It's very good. So. Yeah, man. What's going on? DJ, what's up? Man? He said, what's Charles like this week? <laughs> That's what we're going to be talking into. about, right? Yeah. That's yeah, the topic. Get into it. Yep. I'm like yeah. exhausted already I'm just so thinking exhausted. about the trials discussion. Yeah. Oh, God, same. Well, yeah, to say the least, it's like, um, we talk about Destiny a lot, but guys, we definitely talk about other things plenty. So, maybe offline as opposed to, to during the podcast. So, if you guys do enjoy discussion like this, if it's something you'd like to see tacked on at the end, you know, maybe as like just a miscellaneous games discussion, just because, you know, we always have other stuff that's going on. Um, me, it's like, I got to say it now. I got to watch 15 minutes of Elden Ring gameplay and I just lost my mind this morning. I, I'm like, there's crafting. There's an open oh. world horse. There's still Souls combat. You've got multiple avenues. There's a, but it's like the perfect souls map because it's just stylized yeah. old school, but you can actually put markers on it. So you got the open world and then beacons. the beacons. And then you have like one of the six major castle situations. God knows how big those are going to be. Multiple entrances to go in as well. I'm like, is there anything else that you can put in this game? And I probably haven't even seen it yet, but I'm like, I, I am so mad the timing of that game. I literally, I'm like, January was going to be so perfect because I was because this game needs time because I'm like, you're going to explore the open world. Apparently, you're going to have some crafting involved. You're going to be like roaming around. Do I want to tackle this group here or wait to like tackle that chaos later? Here's this thing. Well, which way do I go in? It'll get delayed again. I would honestly at this point, I want it to be. I really do. Like, please. Or Destiny. Yeah. I want to. Yeah, one or two. Somebody's got to fall, man. and Horizon's right <laughs> before it. Like you're playing a game of chicken. How do you have Somebody's Horizon blink, for Destiny and then Elden Ring in a week? Like in one week, how do is no, can nobody call and be like, dude? Like, can you just move it like a month? We'll give my you a God, little, like, God. bro. Somebody's got to blink. These are two. These are major releases. What Elden Ring's date is tentatively what in February? The week before? Which which queen? Uh. Three days before, three days after, oh, four days before, and three days after. Yeah, Horizons four yeah. days before. It's the eighteenth. Then you have the twenty second for Witch Queen and Sifu, and then you have Saints on the twenty fifth with Elden Ring. So a week, and there's five, five games. No, no most way. Of four of which no are big. No way. All no way. All of them. Somebody. Wait, Saints. Like Saints will definitely budge. Saints I feel like Saints has yeah. to get budged. But it was like Horizon and then Destiny. It's like Elden needs to. Elden. I want. I would love them both to move, but I'm like, Elden needs to move as it's after because I can't make that one. Oh, it's just, oh, it looks so that. good. Girl. And it's like, they're finally doing like, they're adding just a couple more things. It's like, I already love Souls games. And even they like, I honestly can't even remember if Bloodborne had a jump. I don't know if it did. No. And then I saw him do this little hop and I'm like, now you can explore <laughs> yeah, so much. Uh, the, the jump looks so like out of place in a, 
I, I think it was in um, Sekiro, Sekiro had like though, Sekiro yeah, started yeah. kind of the jump, but the grappling hook was big for it because that was, was like yeah. crazy traversal. But the l- levels were still a bit more linear. Like you could have some elevation to move around in like the ar- areas of fighting. But like this Ooh. one, it's like, oh, I'm just gonna hop across this ledge and go around a completely different area. No, it's like and it's just like, what does it do? A little baby jump changes the whole damn game. Much less the horse that can vault up a cliffside. No, like I watched that this morning, got up, streamed it with like, you know, a few people that were awake at that point. And I'm just like, ah, yeah. And I just finished Alan Wake remastered today too. Nice. How'd you like it? Nice. How'd you like it? No, it was like, it was, I mean, it's it's 13 years ago. Like it's a good the, game, but it has an age well, unfortunately. Gotcha. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. it's it's the age. Yeah, because it's the age. Yeah, I mean it's game mechanics of which you like, oh, I just had I was fully stocked up with all the different weapons and all the ammo. Mm-hmm. I go that's in a helicopter and then I jump out and now I'm empty again. I'm like, what the hell? Like that's one example yeah. of so it's like I it's one that. of those. Okay. Yeah. Um so the ending is one of those where I literally must have to go look up. I'm like, I'm not entirely sure what exactly happened in the end. Because you have to play the DLC, yeah. And then apparently there, yeah, there are two DLCs that are on there as well. So I could check those out, but I was like, it was, it was, you know, decent little experience and stuff. I don't know what I would rate it, but it's, it's a 13 year old game. It looks, I had some weird graphical glitches though, like messed up, like for DLSS, I had to have it off DLSS because anytime I would like move like certain like vertices and stuff would like flicker as I turned, I'm like. Then I, so in the beginning of the game, I had it on. I'm like, am I just like in a dream? Is everything flickering? Because I'm like, no, I thought it was that. And then I turned it off and it's not there. I'm like, son of a, okay, scratch that whole idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that's whole thing. But later on, there was a point where like the entire lower portion of a canyon or an entire river was solid white, like so white. And then if I, the, I loaded in after I mentioned that helicopter, I jumped off. It's like, okay, you got to go over here. If I turn the screen, almost every texture was blindingly white. Yeah. Like busted white, like is whatever happened in. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they don't make they don't make games for PC very well. No, I think I it was think Epic. Um, oh, it's Epic Game Store. Okay, but either way, it was just like whatever happened to the remastered PC port and my computer, which I don't know. Like whatever, I I was literally running it at like fifty percent rendered resolution, like not up down. I was playing it at like seven twenty p. Yikes. Because if I bumped it up to even 100%, the whole screen was blinding white. For whatever section I was at, I got to it and I'm like, I can't move because I would be like, I can face right here and I would be okay and I would turn white. And I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, seriously. I was so confused with what was going on. Yeah, blinded by the light. Anybody, like, ask anybody who was there this morning. It was just, it was too much. So that was that. And then the ending on top of that. And I'm like, it's. It's just fine <laughs> for the ending, but yeah. It was very cool when it came out, trust me. Oh, but yeah, I, I mean, I could I, see how it was, because like what it did was actually not bad. I could also see how some people would really get tired of the narration. That was one of the big critiques when uh, the reviews came out for that game. Is they I, were like, why does this guy never shut up? And I was like, yeah. I mean, he's a writer. I was like, he so is a writer, so, but it's yeah. like... Oh, look, I have to find somewhere to hit this switch. I'm like, no kidding, dude. That's the whole point of me being in this room. But you don't have to like verbally tell me that as you do it where he's like reading more. Yeah, Yeah. they got they got the money on that voice actor. Oh, Um, yeah. Even if you didn't like the game or even if you have no interest in it, you should go and watch the prequel uh, minisodes. They did like webisodes for the show called Bright Falls. And it is unironically like some of the best like short 
it's you know kind of like indie it feels like an indie movie it's like indie movie uh horror it's live action it's a Ooh. prequel to alan wake and it's very good nice. so my, uh, yeah, but I've my heard, odd recommendation here yeah but i've heard that could connect to control and there might be a future there later so yeah. it's like it's one of those it where I'm connect like, to control. see i've it's heard that the universe and yeah. i haven't played mm-hmm. control again because i'm waiting to kind of what play some things on my fancy monitor if it ever gets out of the port of la which Damn, see what uh but yeah that's yeah it was it was an interesting i literally beat it in three nights so like i looked up and they're like oh yeah like 11 hours i'm like really and then like 14 hours of your try, and I didn't find every thermos. I'm like, I don't care about those. It's fine. <laughs> but on the other side, I was like, how long did it take me? Like seven, eight, maybe yeah. it was not like even the 11, like, cause I looked up like how long to beat and it was just not even there. So it was yeah, interesting. And I was like, if I can put myself 13 years ago, had some cool yeah. moments to it. I can tell you like birds flying in, like from the, like I'm over here and then it pans out and there's birds flying at you from like your five o'clock. I can like, whip around with my mouse and like flash a light on them. I could imagine controllers like, ah, like trying to move. Try to do that. Yeah, like yeah, I could yeah. imagine on console that game. Ha- and apparently if you do nightmare mode, mm-hmm. you, you die in one, you only have one life. Night- nightmare mode's crazy. And I was like, yeah. nope, no way I would do that. <laughs> no, honestly, cause oh, oh hell no. There, the main reason is because like, I would be like, Oh, combat's, let me tr- not, good. combat's not good. You don't have that yeah. level of control. It's like, that would be That's awful. The thing is like, if if the, if a game is challenging, I'm all down for that as long as the combat's good. If a game is challenging and the combat isn't good, it's just frustrating as all hell. It's like I'm dying and it doesn't feel fair. Like it's so bad. That's like the difference. If you get any time in your crazy schedule, try Grime. Actually, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sure it'll get nominated for something. That's on my list. I already bought it. I just haven't nice. played it yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are about 38 minutes in here. We should probably talk about this yes, game this called Destiny. Game we do. What? This is not a Destiny podcast. No, but uh, not much happened this week. We got Iron Banner. That uh, loaded in. Saladin went into the tower. It's really sad after a holiday event, though. As we'll say, the first time you go in the tower and it's like, you know, like the womp sweeper womp. bot came through. It was like, <laughs> power washed the entire place. Nothing's left over. And you're like. Damn, this place is kind of a uh, ghost town now. All right. Um, yeah, not even seasonal Thanksgiving stuff would be nice. I don't know. But I was like, there is nothing in there right now. So Iron Banner. What are is... you doing? E? What are you doing to keep things spicy with this relationship you have? This this uh, toxic relationship you have with this woman called Destiny. What are you doing? Because <laughs> we know what Cog is doing. Cog is seeing other women. That's how he keeps it spicy, right? I mean, you can see so I'm what... seeing other women apparently as well. You're but... seeing other women too. Is that <laughs> is that your strat? Like, what are you doing to uh, like keep keep things alive with the the destiny situation yeah, how you plan, how you like plan when you plan. log on what are you doing these days we yeah. know you're logging on we see the zero videos yeah see the videos <laughs> the grandmasters there are yeah. weekly videos I actually did yeah because it was uh devil's lair this week for the grandmaster and i was like that can't be that bad and i'm like plus 20 because i've been just playing enough random stuff i mean when trials is there i'll play a little bit over the weekend which has been a thing i still played this past week and we'll talk about that in a second um but yeah, Devil's Lair. I was just kind of going in. It took a little bit to get to lunch. And I was like, you guys want to do a Grandmaster? And got New Red and he had one other person and put a couple of attempts in, had to adjust the inventories. And then sure enough, we got through the Grandmaster. Granted, it was like 56 minutes. So it was like, it was in a, but it was like, it was the easiest Grandmaster you can probably do because all you got to do is sit in the right spot for any of the fights. Just sit back and like pace yourself. Because I mean, every piece of the Grandmaster is... 
going to give you room to fight from. No. You're not stuck in a really crappy situation. You're not stuck in like proving grounds arena where you have no room oh, to fight uh, and you've got to live in bubbles or something. Yeah, you can sit at range and shoot stuff because it's a D1 strike and it was before mm-hmm. they started making everything circular arenas where you run around with a chicken with your head cut off. So mm-hmm. Devil's Lair in and of itself is actually not even bad at all for doing Grandmaster. Went through and did that one, got a couple pieces um, and then a little bit of Iron Banner just to kind of test out the the armor. How's the glow glow looking? uh, The fire looks pretty good. You find the right shader. Yeah, like every chest piece and then apparently like little accents on a couple others for um, Titan and Hunter and Warlock. There are little accents on a couple of them, but what's up? The chest is is the big one. I was about to say, is it one particular set? Like how how we... It's the current Iron Banner set. Oh, it's the current one. So you got to grab for the... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the current Iron Banner set, which I couldn't tell you the name of off the top of my head, but is the current set the chest... Uh, it's Iron Runner? Iron... Maybe? Iron Forerunner? Forerunner. Like yep, that. that's it. Iron Forerunner. Four Forerunner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for at least for us. I don't know if it's different names for you guys, but... Um, yeah. So it's called for the Titans. Yeah, let me see. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's they said... So apparently, I keep seeing differing ideas on this one. I think when Iron Banner is active... The fire on your chest will be active, but when it's not active, it won't be. Uh, but the other thing about the Iron Banner, it does have that set bonus. So if you wear multiple pieces, you get a chance at prisms at the end of matches. Uh, oh. And then you can also equip your ghosts, where on precision kills, you have a chance to get prisms as well. So if you okay. play, if you grind out a decent amount of Iron Banner, like it's not going to happen every time. Some people in my comments have said not much has happened for them. I literally played like three matches. One, I got a precision kill, saw a prism. Next one, I saw a prism drop just at the end. So if you're looking for prisms and you can, you know, if you've grinded out the set, that. like if you've got that set or you're missing a couple pieces, start throwing them on there and working on that. And don't forget about the ghost, especially if you're using things like hand cannons, pulse rifles, snipers, anything that's going to get that precision kill more frequently. No reason not to. It's just kind of a way to um, get a little extra because I know it's like yeah. sometimes people I mean, don't have the best way to get currencies. Correct. Yeah, some of, some people are swimming in them, but for some people that might be the easiest way to get them. That's why I made a video about it. So no doubt. No doubt. Uh, but I mean, like this week when you log in, I'm kind of going. Uh, that's I mean that's what, but that's also where we're at right now. So it's your time to work on seals, mm-hmm. catalysts, solo. I mean kind of one of those points to where it is that weird moment. It's like, is there anything you're trying to work on? Are you trying to solo a dungeon? Are you trying to, you know, find all the little things? It is that weird triumph hunting situation right now, probably more than anything, or working on the stuff that you haven't typically had time for and might be pulled other directions. Question. When do we think we get advancement on the narrative? When do we think that might happen? Uh, My guess is either... The week before the 30th anniversary, so like into this month, which is probably, what, 30th, I guess, if we can do calendar things. Yeah, so 30th or February 15th, and I don't know which. I don't know. That's my question is, like, in theory, what happens in the, quote, epilogue of Season of the Lost, if they're going to still call it that type of thing, is going to be something that ties into Witch Queen. It doesn't tie into the 30th anniversary. I think that's kind of a... Here's your Cosmodrome Pirate Dungeon Galahorn quest. Here's a little fill-in content. That doesn't seem to probably have any story stuff, per se. So then if we get to that point... Yeah, because you're going to have the dawning. You're going to have... What's the end of the year thingy? Solstice Um, of Heroes, is that the right 
Yeah. No, that's the summer event. A summer. Well, Isn't dawning the, like the new year kind of thing? Dawning's the like thing? the Christmas coverage when they're yeah, out of the like, office. Like they take their vacation I, I like and have fun with that. That's like the only what I do. Be Snowballs like and stuff brother. like that. But yeah, like, yeah, I like so they'll run that for a few weeks, but there's going to be something mm. moments of triumph. That's the one I was looking for. Thank you. Um, moments of triumph is going to be probably what comes towards right after that. I would imagine. So it's either going to be between those two or moments is going to run in the last two weeks. So if it doesn't happen in, well, basically on the 30th, my guess is it's going to happen Two weeks before Witch Queen launches to yo, get people I'll, back into the story. Yo, I'll say he's a fool. We said they'll move the story if the community can bake 20 million. Oh my god. Yo, I'll say you a fool for that one. And you know what's sad? This might be some truth. <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time. Outsanity, you're not supposed to say things on the podcast because apparently they can listen. So, shh. Yo, that was hilarious. But that's that's <laughs> where we're at. We've got festivals done. 30th is coming. 30th mm. will get its like Gallahorn Quest Dungeon solos. Don't know if there's a difficulty. Who knows? As soon yeah. as they, you know, take their holiday break, that's when they'll kick off the dawning, let it run for four weeks. Mm. That'll take us into January. Then that, then the moments of triumph will probably run straight up to the end of the year. And my guess, if they do it right, is you finish the story before you go into Witch Queen. Yeah. So yeah. Right. it would be weird to me to finish the epilogue and then wait three months to go into Witch Queen. Yeah. To me. Now, granted, would it be? I would have rather had it like weeks ago at the like week eight when the season was actually done, and then you can wait for the expansion. But at least you know what got you there, as opposed to uh, chapter seven of eight. And pause. <laughs> so no, that's that's my guess. Is a week or two before Witch Queen, and sadly nothing until then. Achucha, how are you handling this whole relationship right now? Obviously, you've been reviewing a lot of yeah. games. You know, how, yeah. I mean, so like I'm I'm cog like I'm always seeing other women. Like I would say I probably like. That's sort of like my women are not state, coming off really, well on our like, podcast. I would just like to say right now yeah. to the ladies out there, we are we are playing other games. We do not see <laughs> you women as <laughs> objects right now. Quick, he's <laughs> <laughs> like we here at the last. We here at the last word support all females and males and equality and everything else that I have not said already. We are supportive of every color Guys. and every flag and every ribbon. Absolutely, <laughs> thank you for covering us. Please, please stop. Please stop slut shaming me. I'm just trying. I'm just out here. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, like I guess my default. My default is like Destiny is. I have like staples that I always will come back to, and I'm always sort of like playing while I play other games. And then on top of that, I've got the reviews, and I've got games that I'm just like getting through for my own uh, sort of. Um, you know, just to because I like to play lots of different games. Um, so that's sort of not unusual for me. What I'm what I've actually been doing in Destiny is really weird for me, which is I'm finally catching up on the stuff that I don't want to do in Destiny. Mm. So like I like I told you guys last week, I did strikes and I did Gambit and I got those um, ornaments uh, from previous seasons. I'm also clearing out my quest log. And I realized last weekend. I still don't have the new exotics that are in the Master Lost Sectors. I totally forgot to do that this season. So 
I've been looking for when the arms are available. E, I almost texted you to be like, E, can you just let me know when the arms are available? Yeah. Because I kept logging on. And every day I happened to log on, the arms were just never the one I had that, that was, problem. was dropping. I had so no problem. I've just had really, I've had really bad luck lately, but I, mm-hmm. I still don't have There's uh, a calendar I can send you so you can plan it a little better. You have a calendar. Wow. This guy is oh, yeah. way oh, I'm ahead not, of I'm me. not going to claim it. I was like, I thought about doing it. And then New Red, or uh, Fallout had one made. So it's just a spreadsheet that it's like, I don't know if he totally. Yeah. updates it or it's like kind of community done but yeah i know there's a link to a spreadsheet nice. where you can literally see like what is on what day so it's easy to do nice okay well i like others. that um but uh sort of as you guys know my philosophy on destiny is i never want to hate the game and so i try not to do things that i that i know are going to make me hate it like i really don't yep. like to grinding lost grind sectors a ton of stuff yeah lost sectors is a great way to to make you hate the game uh uh, doing the um, the Halloween event, like I only did the Halloween event because there was nothing else in the game to do, and I was sort of like, whatever, I can take a couple hours and just like do that. But um, like I sort of saved my uh, I don't I didn't do all my grinding just front loaded like a lot of people do, where they just, like so Teddy, had... where he tries to do everything the yeah. season right away. So now I've got things to do. I can log on a couple hours a week and, you know, a couple times, a couple times a week, uh, just for a few hours and, uh, get through everything that way. When we get to the th- 20th anniversary and when we get to witch queen, I'm not going to hate myself or hate what? destiny. Uh, what? cause that's the one thing that I really, I've been bad at that in the past. Like I remember when, uh, forsaken came out, I think I had played way too much destiny cause I was already sick of destiny when forsaken came out. Uh, and, and it, I still loved Forsaken, but I in back of my head I was like, dude, I've been playing too much Destiny. I need to get yeah. off of this game mm-hmm. like really bad. So mm-hmm. um, my goal is to never do that again because I like my relationship with Destiny when I'm like legitimately enjoying it and I log on yep. and I'm like, oh, there's stuff to do. I'm not just like spinning my wheels. And so um unfortunately, as you guys know, the comp situation has always been my that's always been my fallback and it's in a pretty bad place right now. Like there's not a there's lot to no do, point so to do the I, playlist at all. Yeah. There, there really is no point to do the competitive playlist and trials is, you know, I've gotten everything I need and, and now it's also not really a competitive mode. So, uh, I haven't really, uh, gotten played a lot more of that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sort of catching up on other stuff. That's how I'm keeping it fresh in the, in the guardian bedroom. Have you played gambit? yet i have played gambit and oh. it is awful it is still really <laughs> bad um the only one that i no so here's the thing is i should like gambit it's like pve pvp i i say i'm a pvp main but that's just because i actually like pvp as much as i like pve and if you play destiny and you like pvp equally to pve they call you a pvp main right like uh because so many people don't like pvp at all yeah. uh so so that that's kind of like how I, I I got labeled the PvP main, but um, I should like Gambit. My problem is that they've just let the mode stagnate way too much. It really sucks to play it in match made teams, just because there's so many people are trying to complete optional objectives, and nobody knows how to dunk the moats, and nobody knows nobody's communicating. The invasion, everybody's like standing in front of the heavy ammo for a full minute waiting for it to drop so they can complete a bounty or they're standing in front of the invasion gate and not helping at all because they want to be the person to invade. And it's just like it's it's like weirdly political in there. I hop into a <laughs> gambit match and I feel like I've 
steps into like a town hall. There's like these people showing up and complaining <laughs> about potholes in the road. And I'm just like, dude, what is this? Like, this is such an insane mode. I don't You're like, I just want to shoot. Yeah. I just want to shoot stuff and blow up a boss and maybe kill an invader. And yeah. Then... Or I just want to win the game. Like, it's so weird that in Gambit, the least important part is who wins. Nobody yeah, cares. No, like, I it's can't. crazy. Well, Nobody yeah. cares about who wins. I would say that. Or like, are you checking? Really did weird. you do one of each type of blocker for the bounty? Did you kill yeah. these guys? Like, you're like, I, <laughs> I must have I feel like have everybody's my got an ulterior guy. motive. It's, yeah, it's no, like he's Game right. of Thrones he's in there. Absolutely it's, right. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's I'm guilty one. of it, too. I, I go in there like, all right, yeah. I SMG kills. Then I got to I'm not even paying attention. No. Like, the winning the match is secondary. I'm literally getting objectives done. Yeah. Hopping into a, a, a match-made game of Gambit is like watching uh, Game of Thrones Oops All Littlefinger. That's what it's like. It's like <laughs> everyone is just trying to get some other ulterior motive accomplished. Nobody cares. But that's like, I mean, I, I am 100% the same way because I'll go load up some bounties. I'm like, just if I'm going to go in there, I'll grab some bounties. But I'm like, I was working on Triumph. So I have to go into Gambit and use like fusion rifles and swords so i'm gonna be running sword scavenger fusion rifles not horrible right now because at least particle deconstruction you can nuke some people but i mean i'm gonna be running a sword so i'm just gonna try and run in and you know you're like oh i need the bounty so i need to get super kills for one of my stasis things that i haven't still unlocked because i never felt like going down that rabbit hole i'm like okay so i'm gonna go in there with like super i'm like okay i'm waiting in the middle where's the next place okay new enemies over here fresh enemies that i can go for by myself so i can get the most kills thanks so yeah, I'm dude, like it's it so is so bad. Oh, true. Yeah, strikes are like sometimes you're like fighting people for objectives, but nobody gives a damn about <laughs> Gambit objective at this point. All you want to do is just like, what do I have to work on? I don't you care. Get out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, I want to do my <laughs> objectives, and that like does not purgatory. include winning the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's always it's like purgatory. Like... Everybody's just trying to move on to the next <laughs> like place. No, we're we're all just here because because we're not where we want to be right now. That's all it is. I think what annoys me, the only thing that annoys me is sometimes the bounties are done in such a way that you can't complete them within the three yeah. match requirements for the pinnacle. You're like, oh, so they I got to do another one now. Yeah. I got to go like, back. Oh, this is a useless yep. match. I don't even get a pinnacle for this. What the hell, yep. man? Yeah. It's like, remember to put your ghost on. That gives you some type of ga a gambit bonus or something like that. I always got to remember to do stuff. That's my only thing that I'm like, all right, that part is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Gambit, and then you remember Gambit's how excited you used to get when you saw the meatball? I used to get so excited. Like, oh, the stakes are so much higher now. And now I see the meatball and I'm like, great, this is going to take longer. I'm going to be stuck in this match for longer than I want to be. Like, it's so There's annoying. There's like 600. Now. And I'm sorry, but like, if one person has like 100 motes and my team has 15 because we got screwed over four times, they should not be able to still invade. Invade. I'm oh, like. And then, yeah. It's like, and then somehow they've got an invasion stocked up and then they, ha they have their guy out. We have 15 motes and then they're invading. I'm like. How is this not changed? Like, that's one of those that bugs me just because I'm like, as at a fundamental level, when that thing comes out, wipe all invasions until we get to that level. If you want to give us a shot, which we don't have one anyway at that point, there's no like, hey, if they've spawned it and you're, you know, your moats now count for two. That doesn't even exist. It doesn't 
there's no catch-up mechanic to even try and let you come back and have at least a little bit of fun. If you're that low, you may as well just, because everybody nukes the boss as well. Now, with linear fusions and other things, oh, you just line boss, it all up. That boss get worked. Dude, the bosses <laughs> yeah. are dead so fast. If you're not even so in the fast. mix, you may as well just, like, sit down and emote somewhere, because it's going to end real fast anyway. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. I just wish there was some motivation for winning in Gambit and rework, like, they've sort yeah, of like the rot on yep. the vine, you know? Like, if there was just some way to like uh like incentivize people actually playing well and yeah. working as a team well, and winning like matches. They, they, I think the mat it would go it would go a long way to making that mode better. But because no one's there to win, it's sort of just like you're just waiting for the hell to end and trying to get your you know personal weird side objectives done while you're there. It's so it's so weird, man. It's such not a good mode right now. Would yeah, it is weird. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, it is weird. They just they haven't touched it in so long, and it's to a point where I'm I I do ask the questions like, why is it still there? They want it to be a core play. I mean, I know yeah. they want it to be a core. They put a lot of development time into re into building it. Even um, who's the guy we talked to? A good idea. Yeah, who who's the guy we talked to at GCX? I'm there. trying to remember. Um, Adam, uh, Pino. Adam. Yeah, we yeah. talked oh, to him, Pino, and he's Pino. like, yeah, which one Pino. did you guys like? They narrowed regular, yeah. yeah. But I mean, in turn, all we've ever had is like, we know PVP is getting some maps, not a lot, a lot of refreshes, but not, not much come in that direction. But it's like, yeah. we lost two of the six Gambit maps and the mode is not, like, you don't see anything. And it's like, do they have some, pl I want to know if they have a plan for it at all. I don't yeah, even know I how low on the totem pole of priorities it is, but it is not high. It seems. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not. I, the, the way I internalize it is. It's a bulletin board right now. It is clearly moved to the bottom. And for us, even though we get annoyed that we do a trials for like six topics in a row, it feels like every last yeah. week we do a trials topic. But clearly their goal was, all right, dead season, all the most of the resources are going to be on the PVE side towards Witch Queen. However, this current season, we're going to tweak and we're going to do this with trials and we're going to mess. We're going we're gonna to turn that knob here. We're going to twist that knob there. And then this day, and we're going to look at the analytics. And then they were like, but what about Gambit? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to you. Yeah, there's we'll a cork board there. and somebody put a push yeah. pin on the very bottom corner. And it's just like dangling off the bottom. Like it yes. barely exists. Gambit is where PVP used to be yep. for the last three times. <laughs> That's what Gambit's at. And to be honest, no, I don't have no sympathy for them right now. Like, they was the hot new mode. I was at E3 with, oh, shout out to uh, your boy or Dustin and Sean uh, Finnegan when it, I did believe it debuted. I was able to play a debut match at E3. We played it for the first time together. Salute. That was so much fun. I remember when the mode came out and it was crazy potential, crazy fun. But like, yeah, they just clearly right now, once they took maps away and I'm like, okay, I didn't understand that. I don't understand what we were doing with there, but it's it just right now, just it, there's no incentive. Like, like Travis is saying, like, there's no incentive to win. Then they scaled it back even further. They got rid of prime, which was, you know, just the whole suits. Remember that everybody had the suit and I'm the, uh, the rusher and I'm the, the moat stacker. Well, yeah, go, go into reckoning, earn some armor that you use in Gambit Prime, but the armor itself that you earn in Reckoning does not make you better in Reckoning. That alone was a problem with that. Oh, that's Just the reckoning. loop was so non-supportive to itself. Like, I'm going to earn armor here that benefits me here. And what, what have they done recently for Gambit? They put a couple weapons in there that have 600 perks on them. So if you want to try and have to go after a good bottom dollar roll, you get one and you're like, oh, 
you do the math on a good bottom dollar, you're not going to see that one in 60,000 rolls. Cool. Like the odds, there's so many. It's like, you know, time lost weapons have like four perks and four, or like, you know, they're pretty ironed down. And then try the gambit weapons, like bottom, just third and fourth column yeah. is like every option done. possible. Oh yeah. So you'll never get That's the good purposely one. purposely done. That's purposely done. Oh. That's to keep you in the mode to try to, to grow. I will say historically gambit weapons tend to be good like that servant leader yeah is is really yeah, that's the problem should, they they should yeah. just make it so that you can only get the good weapon if you win the match just lock it behind a win then people would actually play to win yeah I then you like actually might have people it. jumping in there with teams you might actually see some stuff you would see people if you could guarantee a weapon or if you had a bounty that you could grind out towards that weapon like even on europa you've got what is his name our um Poorly talking oh. gentleman of prison of the air. Uh, Varix. Yeah. You can I go do. You can go do one of the it's empire hunts like and seven. at least go after the, like the bow. If you want that bow, which actually biting wins is a pretty good one. If you want that bow, you can go after that bow. There may be a lot of rules, but you, there's no way to specifically like, Hey, I want to go after bottom dollar. I want to go after servant leader. And there's still enough rolls on those weapons that would not harm anything to get bounties directly onto some of those weapons, whether it's like, you know, a little quest, like win a match, like get an invasion kill, which people would probably hate. So don't always put that in there. Sorry. Don't ever say that. Um, but it'd be like, you know, kill a major kill, like whatever it is, like you could do a couple of steps to go after a role. It doesn't have to be dramatic, but do some way to go after that type of stuff. I think I agree. I do miss Gambit Pinnacles though. Gambit Pinnacles is fine. Remember Ooh. 21 Delirium? What was it? Breakneck? Except for oh. that had the same problem of people just doing the bounty quest yeah. steps. Like yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody just yeah. had machine guns and they were fighting over the heavy ammo to get machine gun kills. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, this is so annoying. They just need to... You, yeah. This is like a big problem with Destiny in general. Like every mode kind of has this problem. You know, you hop into Cruci Crucible at the beginning of the season and everybody's using the same linear uh, fusion rifle yeah. because they're trying to grind out the catalyst or the quest or whatever. And yep. it's sort of just... Uh, it's sort of a problem in Destiny in general that I think they've never really addressed, which is like people aren't there to do the thing that they're supposed to be doing ever. The only mode that's safe from it is raids. Like people actually play raids to win, but every other game mode, they're there to like do something else. It's oh, so weird. Yeah. But Gambit's by far the worst. Gambit's by Gambit's far definitely the, worst. Definitely the worst offender. It's definitely the worst. Offender. But yeah, it's like, that's one of those where if they would ever do just like kill guardians or combatants with this thing. And it's no, it's like, go in here with the linear of your shun rifles. You got 50 and crucible. Cause they want to put people in that playlist. And go kill one gambit boss and then go to strikes and kill like 500 people there. And it's like, they want to populate the bosses, but it's so frustrating to do that. Cause then you force them in. If somebody wants to go grind it out in strikes, let them do that. And then when they come at a crucible, they turn around and somebody who may be average at crucible, like this guy tries to get linear fusion rifle kills, which those are somewhat Amos is a little easier. Like you can kind of make some of those happen, but like you needed sniper kills for one of the pursuit weapons. Um, why can't I remember the one that the the ammo forgiveness one that everybody was so oh, up in was arms it about? Was it yeah, Revoker. Like you had to go get sniper kills. Like some people just be like, I suck at sniping. I'm never gonna get that weapon. Now there's incentive to go kind of try and learn, but sniping is a hard one. But then you force people into those situations, and then some maps aren't even built for that. You go get on like anomaly, and you're like, Well, I'm not sniping here. It's just a wasted match of what I'm trying to work on right now. Yeah. 
I know we're yeah. ragging on a lot of stuff, guys, right now. It's it it happens sometimes, but <laughs> that, that time of year, you know how it go. It's it's, it's just a cyclical thing. We do we it. know what type of relationship we're in. We know this. This is not new. You know, and like I said, for me, I I, I take the Travis approach, which is like I'm never gonna put myself in a situation where I'm gonna get myself all angry and worked up because it not is anymore. game. And I know what it does, right? I know what it I've does. I've seen you do it though, Conk. We all oh, you know I've done it. You know I've done it. I, I mean, clearly, it, it, I've, I'm, I'm very guilty of doing it. So what my new approach is just like, look, you know, E taught me. We used to fight. There was it when we were flashpoint about this type of stuff. And he's like, e, he's like, ah, go play some other games. No, I want to live in this world. I want. I used to be the guy. I was. I was the guy. He's like, God, play something else so you don't hate it. And that's what I do. And I'm like, I'm getting things done. And then when I come back, and then sometimes I do what Travis does, which is like, I'll won't burn through yeah. every objective to the T for you know. I'm not doing the tell. You're like not going to be a streamer and be like, I played everything too fast. Now I have nothing to play. Yeah, nothing to play. Nothing to do, and then you mad. And I'm like, no, I still got little. Little check boss, shout out to GJ, he's in there. Shout out to uh, back for uh, what you call Des in there. You know they run him every once in a while. They're like, yo, you want to run a um a last wish? See if you get it, get yourself a one k. You know what I'm saying, kind of thing. Shout out, somebody's doing firecrackers. I don't know what the hell's going that's, on my mouth. Sorry, I hear Bro, that. That's, that's bizarre. I don't know. I'm November fourth, like, we got firecrackers, firecrackers going on. Is there a November. holiday I don't know about? I have no sure. idea. I Actually, there is. That. It's Diwali. Oh, is that what? The, oh, oh, I've seen that popping yeah, up Diwali. in a couple places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like something going on. I'm like, what is happening in my area? But um, yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna get myself worked up. But I think for me, it's like okay, what's I, what I usually do is I set milestones. Okay, so in November, did everything I need to do. I got my trials gone, and then from now, banner is nothing in there I need. Grandmasters, anything I really need. I got a good plug one already. Cool. And now it's like, all right, I am gearing up for that 30th anniversary. So end of the month, that's when I start to ease my way back in. All right, what's going on? And I'm a firm believer that Bungie RNG is 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 literally the algorithm is designed that when I come back, I'm going to get God rolls and a whole bunch of things. Because I feel, me and Teddy have had this conversation, that when you are away, they incentivize you to get better, like God roll stuff to keep you to stay, come back when you, you know, you return. So that's what it just, you know, check in, see what's going on. He t tells me it's safe. All right, safe. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll dip my toe in there and see what's going on. Like, oh, that water feels okay today. Yeah. Okay. I'll dip my foot in there and see what's going on in the pool. Got other stuff going on. It's all good. Well, yeah. This mm -hmm. last weekend, I will say the Twitter world was on fire pretty much, uh, due to trials. This one thing that has been going on, uh, shout out to Haberall, which I'm probably saying wrong, I apologize. Um, he said kids play with firecrackers on Diwali, so um, you yeah, nailed it. Travis was, Travis was right on yeah. it. Oh, um, but, Represent. Tri trials win-based matchmaking. We had the speculation this may not go that well. And then there were some thoughts on Twitter before it ever happened. The more wins you get, the farther the matchmaking got, question more questionable it would be. And they're like lack of incentive to play and all of those things. Man, did trials just absolutely light it up this weekend with just thumbs downs everywhere in every different way. You could probably say that with regards to the matchmaking on this one. Now I played this weekend as a solo player uh, just, I got to my seven wins, um, nice. probably hit or miss. Wasn't too crazy, but I didn't play the lighthouse now. Right. Like nope. we did that. Still no. 
bro. Oh, wow. Get on with us. <laughs> At some point I will have to. Yes. I had family in yeah. town for like a couple weekends and yeah, it's yeah. been weird. Um, but the big thing was the more wins you got over the course of the weekend accumulation, whether it was on 20 different cards or one card, you would be starting to match with people with five wins. You're matching people with five wins. You played seven cards and you've got 25 wins so far. Well, you're matching people with 25 wins, no matter how they got there. And then you had people who probably just ran all weekend winning a bunch of matches. And you've got Bungie saying, well, the people who played lots of matches, but if you are on the bleeding edge of win counts, your matchmaking times could easily be over or anywhere from two to five minutes. They said the average match count was up 10 seconds. And we even talked about that last time saying, you know, wait a little longer for decent matchmaking times. You know what? I'm totally fine with it. 10 seconds. Don't care. Like not a big deal to most of us. If you're saying five minutes to start a match, you may as well start a match, go in the other room, make yourself a snack, stop by the restroom, come back. Then you might've actually found something. Um, shout out to Siva tech member for three months. Thank you. Uh, make trials great again. Had to, Thank you for that, by the way, Siva. Appreciate that. Hello, Siva. Uh, they said overall games played was down about a third. They said average to low skilled players, they had about the same play time, but higher skilled players were literally about a third less play time, about two and a half hours less, a lot less matches played. And that's basically what it led to is anybody who was going to play more and more had less and less incentive to do so because if you're grinding out wins, and that was the problem with people trying to go flawless. For example, Travis, like the issue with that would be people would try to go flawless. Well, they get to five wins and they lose. Okay, well, you got to reset the card, go back. Well, now you're starting in the five win matchmaking. Well, you win about five more. Well, then you lose again at five. Then you start over. Now you're in the 10 win matchmaking. You do it again and it just like increments on. So now your first game is at like 27 wins and you're trying to get through a card to get to flawless and you're already in like top tier matchmaking pool that's where the issue lies for people who are playing more and more. So there was less incentive. Like if you didn't get on your first card, you may as well have given up and even more incentive not to play until the last day than I think we've had before. So yep. for me, while I got to my seven wins and I stopped cause I got, you know, pinnacle, got some engrams reset. It's my second reset, by the way, and trials are up twice. I've done that. Now I've gone to 10,000 with that man twice. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, it's just fun to practice because I tend to need to work on it a lot. So it's a way to do that. Um, mm -hmm. So as a solo player for me, this season overall, actually just allowing me to jump in whether I get shellacked or not. Like there's still some games I get to like practice and learn on, work on my skills, kind of getting better at dodging and awareness and radar and those types of things. But in general, this weekend was not liked by a lot of people. And you got to the point where if you didn't do it early, you were kind of done. Yeah. So Bungie at least listened. <laughs> all of like they're like here let me read what this did, what did what did they <laughs> while there are yeah no 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 yeah <laughs> they, they kind of listened uh yeah because yeah. i know what everybody actually wants and we still can't seem to get that mm -hmm. while there are some positives most of the data is either negative or neutral combined with the feedback on social media channels <laughs> please Let's go how do you define that feedback trash fire like i, I don't know this Combined. is fueled, yeah. This has fueled our decision to move back to purely card-based matchmaking with a flawless pool for the foreseeable future. Now, my one question to that: Yes. Everyone on social media, which you know they look at, mm -hmm. the sentence right there, and this is where you're going. Yep. Once week one, 
That is literally all they want to do is to try week one again, and we can't seem to get that. Now, I wanted to ask both of you if you have an idea. Why? Oh, I do. It's so fun. And I, I talked to me. We, we had, me, you, okay. and Travel talked about this in the DM. And it's so funny. Like, the community will scream from the rooftops, this is what needs to happen, right? For weeks, make it like this. Do it like this, right? And every week we hear about the data. <laughs> and I think it's just funny to me that finally the data <laughs> has shown that it is either negative or neutral as far as the engagement. They talk about the games down and the blow up rate went up or whatever. And it's just so funny because to me, this is analysis by paralysis. And I think they just get into that data bag where they, they have to have the data say that it's it's clearly that. And And look, I get it. You know. There's the, there's the whole vocal minority and the yep. majority, and I know they're trying to service, you know. A whole lot of casual people, base. I'm pretty sure. Exactly. I, I get it. Yep. I get it. But it's like, you know, it, to me, it, it's also when, when the community has that much vitriol co- collectively, right? You know, I feel that there should be some concessions sometimes where we don't have to wait, th- you know, three to four weeks. We don't have to wait three to four months to, to say, hey you know what, let's at least tweak in this direction. And I think that's what it is. It's just, it, man, it, 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 it's so funny because everybody said week one was the most fun they had, you know, kind of thing. And is it perfect? No. But to me, this is this is a clear-cut example that the data, again, moves them. That is the end-all, be-all. And no matter how much you scream, right, they will, we're listening, but to the data, and the data said it this time. So now it's like, all right, you know what? Card, y'all. We, we're going to do what we got to do. That's just my thought on it. Travis, where are you at on this one? Since I know you got an opinion. I don't know if you haven't been in it that much, probably, but where do you, yeah. Where do you think the I mean, why we, or what would you like to see out of all of this? I know, okay, yeah, for I mean, what you really want to see, we, we, we probably we kind won't of get already it, talked. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've kind of already talked about this ad nauseum. I don't really have a lot of opinions about this. Like, I think we all agreed last week that this theory for matchmaking probably wasn't going to work out. And now we know that it did. It didn't work out, right? Like, they're going to go back to the old way of doing it, which seemed to have engaged more engagement and that sort of stuff. But I think it's very clear that, like, you know, none of these modes really seem to be working for the hardcore because you're seeing like the amount of matches played like going down quite a bit. But if it's not, if it's also not working for the casuals, then they're losing on both ends, right? So they should probably pick one or the other or come up with a different hypothesis if they're trying to serve both. But yeah, I, I my I was not surprised at all by this. When they announced the system, I was like, all right, well, this seems like it's going to be a really bad experiment. And then it was, and now they're reversing it. So Whatever, you know, you, you win some, you lose some, but I hope they learned something at least. So, Yeah, it was like Neil and Chad saying week one made the average Joes like me feel like trials. Now, what was week one? Somebody remind people who may have like missed the memo or whatever was going on. Can one of you guys describe what week one was? It didn't have the I flawless honestly, pool, right? That was one did, thing I know. The, it didn't have the flawless pool. It was literally just... Uh, you can play alone or with another person, but they didn't change anything else. Yeah, uh, so they had the reward they, well, they, system. They added cross-play. They, added, they changed the reward system so that it was more accessible. But everything that is currently in Trials now was the same except for uh, the way that they did matchmaking and the way that they... Uh, there was no freelance play. So it was just card-based, so card no based. flawless pool, doesn't matter what you did. Right. Yep. And I but think they, that... I, I honestly yeah. think that the reason... I think people are getting it confused. The reason week one was so 
good is because it was new and uh, there was a higher player base. There was rewards to chase after and all that stuff. So I, I think it might just be a victim of the fact that it's so late in the season. And I think player numbers are going to be lower regardless of yeah. what happens. So. I, like this is a point where, again, I would wonder, it's like as Bungie and it's like you have the vocal people, you have the people with like, you know, the Astacross who's like 500,000 subs and he'll make a trials update video literally after any piece of news about it. So like there are people who are going to touch a lot of people who play this game. So if you get updates to a point and finally if Bungie's like, all right, all you people screaming from the rafters, you want this? Let's see what it looks like now. Well, just to me, that would either let us see what we think is there, but we know actually isn't. Or let it be like, hey, this is an experiment. We didn't think it was going to be either, but honestly, everybody had a good time. Like it, if that's the one thing everybody is asking for, just take out the flawless pool and card based only go back to week one. You're doing so many experiments right now. Why not do that? I don't I don't see the reason not to. And again, they may say see data, but again, even Neil in there was just saying he's like average Jill's like if I if I matched with the three stack, probably figured that wasn't going to be great. But if I matched with another, you know, if I did hit up a solo group, I kind of figured I was like, all right, let me put my try hard hat on. Let me see how I can do. Let's get in the mix a little bit. And I had some matches, you know, the three stack select. Now that's where I like the freelance pool. If you take out the flawless pool, but if you just go week one with freelance, I am golden to me because then you have, and honestly, as Travis had said previously, the regular one should be three stacks. So you don't have like twos getting in this weird mix. If you're two, you probably need to find one more. Cause that's a weird situation. Cause your one offs probably not going to make you better. Yeah. Freelances or threes, but like the flawless pool is weird because you give people incentive not to play for two days. Right. That's my weird part about this. Like if I jump in on the early onset of trials on say, I do my Zer video and I jump on at one for whatever reason, I'm going to be up against the people who are trying to knock out cards early, and that's not good. Then you get over to the Flawless Pool, which again has other people who are better than me, but have waited to let the other people get into the Flawless Pool, try and do the same thing when I've been shellacked the same way. So now we're going to go no freelance this time, and we're going to have the Flawless Pool, and my curiosity is going to be to see how many three stacks I see come, not this weekend because Iron Banner's going on, but next weekend, like how many three stacks I see come Sunday afternoon when they're like, oh, Flawless Pool just switched over. Now it's my turn to get the, to get the easy run now that I know some of those people are out of there. Like, so you, you literally have two times where you have full two days where you shouldn't play. And then you have the beginning right. of Sunday where you shouldn't play. And then you limit people depending on where they live, regions and time zones and stuff, where you leave them like half a day where they actually probably have a reasonable chance when their Flawless Pool is doing the filtering that it should. Yeah. The, the, the problem I see is the flawless pool, while in theory, I understand what they're trying to do. The problem is they, they can't avoid the fact that caring is a big part of the community. It's a, it's a huge part. It's a huge part for streamers, and they want to do that. So you, you're, limit, you're literally saying during these specific days after, what is it, Sunday or whatever it is, you can't carry, right? And that is angering people because that is a huge, you know, part of it. So again, it, it to me, it's it always comes to the data. It, it's just sad that it takes this long for to get to the conclusion sometimes that the community wants and ultimately feels was the best. And um, yeah, that that's what it is. It, it's still it's still the tweaking. It's still the you know the over analytical with the number kind of thing. And you just hope that they meet in the middle. That's all I'm saying. Like meet in the middle. Not, not 
everything has to be letter to the law, wait for the data to show that it's yeah. a successful thing or not. And that's just where they are. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Sometimes they just got to go by feel a little bit more. And I know they really are against that a lot of the time. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But I was like, at this point, when you do have a, this is literally the perfect time. Next week, like, okay, season stuff's over. 30th anniversary, pop is not back. That would literally be the time, I think, for the try the week one stuff, just to give people and be like, now they could at least give us the data on what we think week one was so special to see if it really was. And otherwise, people are going to never know. And I think that's the other thing is if you don't tell while they're the vocal minority, it's one more week of trials and half the people are playing half aren't anyway. Playlist is going down. Let the experiment happen and go out so you can at least have that data and you can also either shove it back in our face and be like, hey, guess what? It sucks. You were wrong. Or you could have people be like, it It could use a few tweaks, but we're getting closer with that. Something would be worthwhile, I think, there. And this is like the perfect time and I think they're going to miss it. That's my worry is like this would literally be the perfect time for them to do it low population before the pop to see what it's going to be like in these odd seasons to see if it does work. That's just my thought. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was like, like I, and that's the thing. I'm it's losing, like, I, no, it's like, I'm and I think with them on that part. I, I just say, like, it's just, I love the tweaking. I do. You know, I don't mind tweak, 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 tweak. But again, to me, the issue comes down to what Travis said and what I said as far as where we met in the middle with our age long debate, right? Which is, you need the competitive aspect of some type of ranking system yes. to get people more in line with the skills of who they should be facing against right yep. then you also have to have rewards to make people go in the list and the thing is right now they are not both <laughs> so as the rewards have gone at listen as at the start of trials the population is going to decrease regardless right there's always going to be some level of drop off but when there's again, there's not a lot of rewards, and then if people feel like they're a getting stomped, getting crushed, you know what I'm saying, or a or b crushing everybody, like and they're not feeling any type of challenge because there's the way the the matchmaking is set up, it's going to affect it. It's going to affect it. That's it. So I, what I'm hoping <laughs> is with both of the, those things, again, it's a long shot. Don't know if it's going to be Witch Queen. Hope, hope, hoping it's Witch Queen. Don't know that that these things are actually in place or being set up to be in place, kind of like how long it took us to get anti-cheat. We all knew anti-cheat. We all yes. knew that was a problem. You know what I'm saying? It just takes them a long time, you know? And I don't, I don't know if it's a resource thing. I don't know if it's a priority thing, but I, I just don't know how long it'll be before we get that. that that's the thing I'm at right now. I don't, I don't know because, which, let's be honest, which queen in itself is a huge rollout. They're talking raid. You're talking the Savathun story. Theoretically, is it is the trials aspect truly going to get fixed in that season? I would lean no, right? Oh, I would yeah. lean that it would still need more time, right? And I'm not trying to be negative, but it just you know that's just how how these things work. But I'm curious, Trav, like, what do you think on on that level? Like, where where are you at with it as far as like? the end game goal to maybe get closer to both of the things that both me and you want. Yeah. Um, I guess I would say they're closer now than they were, right? Like it, it, it is baby steps, like you said. And I know I can get like pretty um, intense when we talk about the stuff because it's sort of, you know, it's, 
it's it's my mode right like i i it's why it's why i log on for me earning weapons in a raid isn't about having a cool weapon it's about just being able to make somebody cry and crucible like that's why i want those weapons you know so uh <laughs> uh yeah when i got 1000 voices when i got vex mythic class it was all for the joy of hurting somebody's feelings um in in a, in a crucible playlist <laughs> uh, I, ha- I hate that you got a new mic cog because i can never hear you laugh your cackles are always <laughs> such joy but your your it. mic your mic filters it out it filters um, yeah um so like uh but but honestly like the fact that they're even paying attention to trials during this downtime is such a like huge uh yeah. gesture the fact that they're they clearly care about getting more players in uh, and and making it more rewarding and making it more accessible, like all the changes they made to the reward system, the fact that cross plays here, all that stuff is like tremendously good. I just think like as we keep saying every week, there needs to be a way to make it actually competitive for if the goal of trials is to make it a competitive mode and not purely card based, which I'm not even saying that that's a thing. They could make it just card based and put a competitive mode somewhere else comp i think is is long overdue for some sort of uh makeover in terms of it actually being competitive but i just think like to your point cog people care about rewards um i think that that's only that's only partly the reason people play when it comes to crucible which we've talked about but um i think that if they made seasonal rewards like if you get up to the diamond tier at the end of that season if you have reached that tier at any point during the season you get those rewards you reach like you, you yeah yeah, yeah. You, you receive you receive the highest rewards of however high you were able to get yeah, in a bracket not forgotten days yeah that. yeah that was a huge deal you stayed in that yeah. bit you stayed in it baby that's yeah. and that that's a good correlation right how they had yeah. it was a comp- competitive aspect to reach that tier right yeah versus and a good reward with a nice unique perk that it was a perfect marriage in that. I, I don't even think that they need to do not forgotten. Like if you if you got a like a package of rewards for getting to silver, if you're a bronze player and you're getting the bronze rewards because that's all you normally get, you're working to get to that silver. And let's just say silver gives you a couple more ascendant shards and it gives you uh you know a package of uh, other materials that you might want and it gives you uh a, a um a skin for the the seasonal crucible uh pvp weapon or, or something like that you know you would you would play for that and then people at the diamond level you know if they have their own exclusive skin for that same gun that's going to be bragging rights that they could walk around with and you know or, or, or glow on a, on a weapon that they wouldn't normally have or uh i know people would probably be mad at this especially paul tassi but if like the highest tier give you access to a um a shader that you couldn't you couldn't get through other ways, you know, and then you get but those like, rewards at the end of the season. That way, it's not just play this week to get this weapon, play this week to get this armor. It's play all season and aspire to climb the ladder so that you can get that that big package. Yeah, that's okay. It's kind of how comp used to be. It's, it, comp, it's actually yeah. it's more like closely to what Rocket League does and what Hearthstone is really good at. It yep. also the that. The Witcher Gwent card game has yes. a really good Gwent seasonal rank system. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Like when I see those packages, it gives me warm and fuzzies. It makes me like, ooh, I'm gonna play all season and I'm gonna like try really hard to get as high as I can in that ladder. Um, Knockout City also is another game that's actually doing pretty uh, well, pretty well at that uh, system right now. So there's so many so many games that do it. And I know people say, like somebody said in the comments, uh, jokingly, the rich get richer. 
it doesn't have to be uh, stuff that's actually useful. If it, it if be, it was just cosmetic. a skin and ornament, yeah, a cosmetic, cosmetic See, like but, okay, that's yeah, I'm with you there. That's what take I want to take take one thing, or how about this? If people are mad about that, they don't want cosmetics locked behind skill. Then just uh, give us an item that is that is also sold on Eververse that you cannot buy with Bright Dust. So you can pay real money, or oh, you can earn that. it in the game. Don't do that. Oh, What's you that? You put it back. Why not? <laughs> No, because then Why you get not? people Whoa. buying power, and that's something they said they will never do. No, no, that's not something... power. A cosmetic. Oh, cosmetic, sure. I'm saying, I'm saying, if they sold a cosmetic and they made it, then it either needs to be a different buy it with real money, or you... you get it. Yeah, maybe that I would say is like, know. oh, you could do like, hey, if you want the actual true like angel wing glow, like I mean, those are the ones that always stand out. It's the ornaments from trials before the like yeah. wing ornament was like fantastic. Walking around the people like, dude, be like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and you could be like, yeah, but I was like, okay. And then if you want to buy a, you could buy like a baby wing version of it from Eververse. Like if you want some look, but you got to earn the good one. And I think also Ooh. when don't mask is saying the rich get richer. When I sit there and make guide videos, part of me is saying like, Hey, for those of you who don't want to do raids and other things, that's what, even why I wouldn't use something like Tyrion of heaven as like a solar bow. But there's also a point where, why should you run those top level things? It's like there needs to be something out there. Like, oh, yeah, and that's oh, yeah. like, what's the what did everybody grind their hindquarters off for when the comp weapons were there? When there was exclusive weapons at the end of that, like, it doesn't have to be at the 5500 legend level or you know, diamond one. That's where you need to have like. That's where you need to have that ornate nameplate looking thing going on to be like, now you see a nameplate with like a diamond sitting up there. Be like, okay, that's actually cool. But like maybe a stage below that or somewhere in the middle, then you can start working for, you know, weapon and the weapon with like another perk slot or something like that. But they need to have tiers of that stuff. There needs to be some yeah. loot in there. I don't want it just cosmetics because even for me, the annoyance of cosmetics and say a dungeon pisses me off because half of half of them end up in eververse anyway yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. I, I get that uh, the, re the reason i was saying maybe i'll also offer it in eververse is because there's some people who will kind of bristle at the idea of there being anything exclusive behind getting to like diamond tier and they just the need to get over that they need to get over that, get over that. yeah i agree with you there i'm with y'all because i mean let me just get supportive because the thing is it's unfair that PvP is penalized and not the way PvE is yeah. because there's the only way I to don't get have, a, yep, you got to have it. six people, you got to do a raid, you got to do this extremely hard pinnacle content. So why can't PvP have that equivalent? Why is it exactly. taken out of it? Like the, the people who have that skill level that are like, like Travis said, like you, I remember bro, like mountaintop. Revoke. I was trying to get that fifty five hundred. I was, you know, trying to stay in that comp playlist because it was the aspiration. You saw that dude. You like, oh, yo, he got that, you know, that that gun or whatever it was. It it made you stay in the mode. And it's like yeah. they've really gone away from. It. But I think they went away from it for the wrong reason. I think they went away from it because they were concerned about balancing. The problem is they stripped the mold completely and then never put anything of yep. any value back into it. And I think that's where the disconnect is. It's just, again, it doesn't have to be the level. Could you imagine an exotic that was in there? I know that would get people pissed. I know it would get people pissed. But look, 
There's 1K. There's Eyes of Tomorrow. There's literally Vex yeah. Mythic class right now is yep. the most busted gun right now in Destiny history. And the worst it's, thing is, is there's so much RNG, you don't even know if you can get it. You don't it. even control it, right? You can't even control it. So why can't PvP have one that may be tied, tied to your, your rake system? You know what I'm saying? Like something like... Oh, give me like exotic ornaments up there too. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That ranking system needs to be... Comp needs like... As we're talking about all of these things, comp needs a vast overhaul to matter. Because right now, there's no point. I see the and they even know glory playlist doesn't matter because it's not even in the pinnacle reward loot. It's only for powerfuls. You get seven rounds and you get a powerful. Yeah. And every other node that you normally can see is pinnacle. I'm like, you really don't care about that mode because it's not even a pinnacle grind for you. Because so you don't care. It's like it's at that level. But yeah, it's like if trials could have some kind of ranking. That would be fantastic. They seem to be pushing away so that mode gets more people in it because now you have the issue with, like, if you play a lot like me, I kind of ha don't have the god rolls, but I definitely have options for every role. I got a decent Igneous. I got a decent Sniper. Um, and you're going to have options that start to say, do I really need to put my time into this? And the problem is, if they do an annual refresh of loot to Trials, that's not frequent enough. That's the other yeah. issue behind Trials is now if you're seasonal. saying... Yeah, now you're saying if it's like a little more casualized, easier loot to get by time that you spend in the playlist and those types of things, if you're going to put it at that level, then that loot needs to be much more frequently updated. And that is one thing I know they're trying to build up the teams for. They've oh, said they're like trying to build up the team so we can have more options coming out and more weapons that come. And they do have a decent amount of weapons now in these seasons that come out. You've got decent amount of like refreshes, which they're kind of leaning on at some point. That'll kind of run out of gas, but... Um, at some point, yeah, that needs to get some love and there needs to be a seasonal refresh for that. Otherwise it's like, you know, you get into witch queen and if there's not a new set for witch queen, well, I just got yeah. it all last season. That just took, take one of my pillars out. Yeah. Like, that's the, also the problem with, uh, not forgotten is it was the only reward for so many seasons. Yeah. Of yeah. It was to be to be fair though it did take multiple seasons to earn that i kind of yeah. like that kind of aspirational nature to it but mm -hmm. i i kind of think they can do both right like they can make it accessible and make it so that everybody's playing at their level and get some reward for aspiring to get to that next tier above them and uh give items that aren't game breaking like i don't even think there should be exclusive weapons i think it should all be cosmetic but they should be badass cosmetics that people really want like to get to that they want to go from silver to gold because they know that the gold ornament set is incredibly like cool and iconic or you know they like you said like they get the little diamond symbol next to their name if they get to diamond tier i think everybody should have a seasonal ranking for competitive playlists and heck do it for other ones give them a seasonal ranking for uh, raids and P or PBE stuff. Give them a seasonal ranking for Gambit if people are into that. I just think mm -hmm. that there needs to be some sort of reason to like continue in this loop and unique rewards for all of that. And we know that they can make oh, unique cosmetic easily. rewards because there's easily. so much in Eververse, dude. Bro. Hire like one more guy that just makes Eververse items, but they're not available in Eververse. Instead, they go into a mm -hmm. you know a separate yeah. uh, pool yeah, for like, rewards. Like we bro. know they can do that. I'm Definitely could do it. They definitely do it. And the reason why I push back with the people is like, oh, you know, this new rat is getting to kill us. He's like, we gatekeeping casuals now. And I was like, look, no. the reason why it's not gatekeeping if it's a it's a if it's a cosmetic item. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, but I'm, I want to push back on the weapon part because I'm, here's my thing. Yeah. The reason you think why they should I'm, have weapons. Yes. Yeah. You know why I'm gonna push back? 
Because what happens when the new season starts? We log in and we're literally given with a horde. You're given the uh, linear yeah. fusion. Paying ten dollars, you are given. What's the what's the? I still hate right that now? Lawrence Trevor. Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence. We, we, Sorry, giving it. Here you go. Knock yourself out. New thing for the season. Exactly. I want that to stop so hard. It's not even funny. I gotta go. Seriously, that bugs the hell out of me. You want to talk I about devaluing that. an exotic? As you literally said, you log in on day one. Here it is. Yeah, you gotta grind for a catalyst. But I'm like, here's your new exotic for the season. I'm like, where's the value in that? It's a unique weapon. Sure. They are usually typically very cool, like Tiku's Divination. Loved oh, it. Yeah. Lawrence Loved Driver, it. very cool weapon. Definitely has mm -hmm. some functionality to it and, you know, void sucking up people and blowing them up. Like, they did some cool stuff with these. Why did you give it to me? Not even Straight a up. quest involved. Just day one. Blah. $10. $10. Like, your skill was $10. Down. You aspired with your $10 to get yeah. this <laughs> Like you, can yeah, you get an, you get you get a copy at rank thirty five because that's the free way to get it. Don't mask. Say you can yeah. get it for free at rank thirty five, which isn't even that hard to get. You'll get that anyways. So it's like it's either time or money, which either one. But there's no accomplishment to it. There's no story to it. There's no. Are you kidding me? Well, I, I sent you guys both the article about the Lawrence driver, like the science behind the weapon. You remember me yeah. sending you that article. Are you telling me there's no way you can't get a quest in there that somehow explains what's going Something, like, anything behind what this thing does. Like, Tiku's Divination. Yeah. I want to know what, where the, I want to do a quest oh, to get that yeah. one. Yeah. Solar bow that, like, locks on. Then you got exploding multiple targets. Now I'm like, dude, this is a yeah, that, freaking that amazing. Gotta sell those season passes, Z. Gotta sell those season passes. Yeah, and if you tell me who's gonna die in Witch Queen before the damn thing launches too, I'm just gonna be pissed again. Okay, I do actually, like, I feel like when it comes to, okay, so would you guys want to know, um, right now, would you want to know that Cortana's in Halo Infinite right now before it launches? Ooh, That's a completely different dirty. question. You play dirty. Oh, no, he's not. Because here, here, here. Kane 6 here's, has here's, been here's, killed. Here's, Sorry here's, for spoilers. How is that different? Here's the distinction. Cade dying is the premise of Forsaken. It's the jumping off point. It's not the big reveal at the end. So the Halo uh, Infinite. I'm going to uh, guess that Cortana coming no, back is not going to be the end of the game either. I feel like that's. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. It's not the premise though. The 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 parallel between Halo Infinite, if you want to compare apples to apples, would be knowing that it starts with Master Chief losing a war and humanity being in a super dark place, which we do know. That's the premise of Halo Infinite, just like Cade dying is the premise of Forsaken. So it's different. Learning the premise of an expansion, the first thing you learn when you boot it up, is very different. It, it would be like if in Forsaken, the Still trailer showed like. you going to the Dreaming City. If it showed you going to the Dreaming City in the Forsaken trailer, <laughs> then I would be like, all right, all that's right. messed up. But it's literally the premise. Like, And I feel the same way about, uh, about Witch Queen. The premise is... The first thing we're going to see, we all know, is going to be the trailer of, you know, the hive becoming uh, becoming guardians and all that. <laughs> but that's the premise. I, it's literally like the it's the very first thing you see. see when you but that's the difference. The OK, that's the difference of like premise. But if it was like, OK, what if the part of the premise is that. Ikora and Vanguard are somehow put in prison or one of them is killed. And we know that beforehand because that's what kicks off what like Savathun busts out yeah. and 
Like, I don't want to so know then, that stuff beforehand. So then, but, I'm all. but here's the thing, E. If you, if you boot up the game in February and the first thing you learn is that stuff, the whole prison stuff, whatever you just do, the fanfic you just wrote for the audience. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, that's the, <laughs> if, that's the, if, that, <laughs> if that's the first thing you see, why do you care about seeing that in February versus right now? Because it's going to be the first thing you see anyway, right? So it's just like they're giving you a preview of the game. He hates that. He if it's literally the first thing you see. He wants the mystery. He wants. I, I don't have. Yeah, but but, but the mystery it. is after the the establishment of of the game. Like if it's the, if it's part of the literally the jumping off point. I'm yeah. I I actually agree with E most of the time. I just think that Destiny actually does a pretty good job at it in that they tend to not show you anything past like the first. 20 minutes of the thing you know it's like if it's if it like movie trailers are the worst you guys movie oh, trailers will show you like we'll show awesome. you the spoiler at the 75 percent mark of the one, movie. one of my buddies you. actually stopped watching basically every trailer on account it, of that which that I is don't. the smart thing to do yeah, in i don't the movie blame industry i i will I say like some what was it force awakens was one of the best trailers i've seen in a while because they didn't know much so good you have no idea actually star wars not only I don't want to get off on a Star Wars tangent because you Sorry. guys know how easy that is. Keep for it me small, to do, keep it short. <laughs> but I will keep it small. Star Wars actually goes a step further and records separate sequences that they have no intention of putting in the movie yeah, just like to that. throw the audience off. Yeah. It's beautiful. You know, the it's only beautiful. annoying thing about that, though, is because most movies, you're looking for that one point to happen the whole time. And you get to the end, you're like, where was that? Like, what was that one thing yeah, I saw? Exactly. It, so it's don't watch the trailers. Annoying. It's perfect. I love yeah, it. I love it. I, th I, think every, I think every movie should do that. And I think video games haven't gotten to that point yet where they're, like, starting to spoil what's in the game. The, the trailers are way better. And I think it's because they have an advantage. They can show gameplay. They don't have to focus on the story, right? They can just show you shooting things out of context. Whereas movies, they kind of have to put story in there because that's all they have. Right. Um, but I, I think they've done a better job. And I think the things you're complaining about are like first 15 minutes stuff. If it's first yeah. 15 minutes, I, I, I give them a pass, but, but if they would have shown the dreaming city in the trailer, I would have been like, Oh hell okay, no. So there's a line like, somewhere. There, there's there, a oh, line for sure. There's a line. For, and actually, my threshold is pretty short. My threshold is like, if it's if it's past the first hour, I don't want to see it in the trailer. That's my threshold. And but Destiny's pretty good about not showing it. I think. Shout out to Forte. Real That's quick. just my opinion. Uh, he said, "Had bad luck." Sure, for the five dollars super chat. Had bad luck solo queuing. Win three, then reset. Win five, reset. Dang, bro. I look up now. I have twenty three rins, and going flawless just got harder. Ran over. So yeah. Anyway, had to throw that one out there. But. But yeah, we're in this weird, we have the time for them to experiment. We'd like to see it. We know the story's got this weird timing of like, we need the final chapter. We don't know when we're getting it. Uh, we know the 30th anniversary doesn't really connect to things. We've got a couple holiday things coming up. We're in, we, we in a weird month right now for Destiny. Granted, we also have like Lost Ark, Forza, couple, a couple, a forever backlog right now. So it's a good thing. But if you're looking to try and like, as you asked kind of in the very beginning of this whole discussion, how's Destiny doing for you? It's weird right now. It's not the best. It's if you've, I mean, I'm season pass rank 205, I think. I've played more than I honestly expected I would. Trials probably helped a decent amount of that. Uh, going through the seasonal, man, some of those seasonal challenges be like 205 to 209, like just wow. jump. So I've done most yeah. of the seasonal challenges actually as well. And I have the very specific ones that I haven't like naturally done. Use swords and fusion rifles in Gambit or something. I'm like, all right, haven't done that yet, obviously. 
But it's like we are in this weird place right now where it's like. Like what? I mean, it is. It's like. I, Dude, it's, I mean, it all, we always have that the seasonal lull. We, we do, yeah, but, but this it's one's weird, It's weirder because it's of the story longer. stuff. Yeah, it's also weird just because like we know what's going to happen at the beginning yes. of Witch Queen, and so yeah. it's like, where? How are we going to get there? And my my theory is that literally nothing's going to happen until the Witch Queen comes out, and that trailer that we saw is like the next story beat. That's honestly what I think is going to happen. I think the the 20th anniversary will be a complete different distraction. Yeah. And I think we won't hear anything from Sabathun. Maybe we'll get like one extra thing, but it will not be substantial. And then all of a sudden it'll just jump to Witch Queen's master plan. And we'll be like, what the hell? That happens so quick. We'll get that's, whiplash. That, that's what I'm excited for. Like, I listen, I I, I feel you. I, I, know where you. I know where you're at. I know you hate the reveal. I think the thing just comes down. It's the perfect marketing tool, man. I mean, you get so many people. Their trailers get hype. I get that. It's but it's trailer, just like, bro, she, she's so, listen, we've been talking about Sabathun for so long in the lore. Yeah, like know. her name and her appearance itself is such a marketing bliss. They're going to kill it with that. To me, all I care about is again like the transition what happened what what you know gets how long we have to wait for that stuff? i know it, you know you, we got we that's what's wait. rough so yeah to me bungee 30th is gonna be fun for me i want to see how they handle it i want i want to see you're gonna get, get the it. dylan oh. beanie yeah i'm gonna get the beanie i'm gonna get i'm gonna get all that stuff man i'm getting all Sorry, it's, it's 30 it's 30th anniversary i think we've been saying 20 or, or yeah, you yeah, said yeah, 30, 20 30. but yeah either way i said yeah. 20 my bad, my bad. Yeah, they've been around it, for a while it's quite impressive yeah. no actually. no they never existed before halo combat evolved shut up everyone yeah. i'm just kidding uh <laughs> 2001 that's when they existed all right uh yeah, man. Look, I'm I'm excited for that. I, I'm excited for Galley low key. I want to see. I know he ate, but I I want to just see how it does in this. I was sandbox. hoping it would never come back. Honestly, this I was know. the in case of emergency button. I get uh -oh. what it. I get what it is. We've talked about that, but I was like, mm -hmm. I was really hoping it wasn't going to make it into this because like we've had an issue. Yeah. This is going to be the third time. You want to talk about reissues? Yeah, third time. And, and but what it is, but I told you, it, it's you. It's that big red button that the, the Commissioner Gordon button when yeah. you know the season's too long. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm they, they, it was a panic move they they knew they had no expansion coming out until february what are they going to do with this community what the hell Gallahorn button baby to the day you, you hit that button comes on through so I, but i do want to see the dungeon i want to know what that's about even even with all the controversy and stuff yeah. like that i think that's going to be my fun distraction but when that when you tell me yo dory beat Mara, something happened. Cyrus, something yeah, that's happened. When, that's when you'll see Twitter and be like, oh, I got to log on. Not yet. Yes. No. That When I get that tweet, that's when I am lit. Like, I cannot wait. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, my that's guess, it. that is going to be February 8th. I'm going to put a date on it. That is a long time. But if you go February 22nd, back it up. February 8th, two weeks before. Because they usually give, like, not a one-week buffer, but usually two weeks is how they've kind of been doing the epilogue a little bit, and that's my guess. I love how uh, I love how Bungie's new move is to literally put things on ice. Yes. Like when they can't, when they can, when they're not ready to finish the story, they just like put ah. Aramis on ice. They put uh, you know Savathun in a crystal. Like they used to, they used to give yeah. A, yeah, yeah, they 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 just literally like that's their move now. It's like all right, well we did. Guys, we didn't really finish this Aramis story. We kind of ran out of uh, out of roadway here for the Beyond Light story. I don't know, just freezer. 
Yeah. You know, you know the so problem the, with what happens what on the eighth when they unfreeze whatever the crystal is. It's gonna be log in, talk to Mara, watch the ritual. If there's a little cinematic or animated storyboard or whatever they do, and it's gonna be over. Like uh, David said in chat, it's gonna be fif- four, uh, February eighth in a minute. But it's like literally five minutes after the season starts. Or you're going to do one activity and it's going to be over. You're going to be done in 30 yeah. minutes. And that's and my... One story that's, mission and then there's going to be Hive Guardian. That's my issue with waiting that long. Something that small never lives up to the wait that we tend to get for it. The extended wait for that one thing is usually done so quickly. If it was in the sequence of events, if it was week eight, bam, then you got to know you wait for which queen. At least you kind of get it in sequence. Right. And then you, they're going to have... Tra- like the trailer is going to do the hype they need anyway. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna see a trailer and right. be like, "I'm here, I'm ready. Yep, sign me up. Whatever I have to do for Witch Queen, put me in. I'm good to go. Like I'm good to go, Coach." But it was like the fact that we're gonna get that thing. It's gonna be like, "Okay, that was cool. Now we know. Now we still gotta wait another couple weeks." But it's like if it would have been last month, sometime or something like that, I think it still would have hit better. They just they just want to combine it because what's gonna happen is, yeah, we gotta wait hella long, right? We do this stupid wait. February come, we're like, okay, well, story events, okay, okay. Then you know those Witch Queen trailers are going to stop oh, pumping. of course, yeah. And when they'll stop pumping, everybody was talking slick about Destiny. All of a sudden, and the, the population comes back, and everybody, oh, my God, did you see? It's, it's the cycle, baby. It's the cycle. You know, you've, you've been through this I, rodeo I know, before. Know. You know what I this know. does. And Destiny is right where it is, killing everything like it always do. So I, I'm, I'm not. The only problem is this time they've got more competition than they've oh, ever yeah, had. But one thing I, I agree with Travis though. I think their strategy is they have shown whenever there's competition, sometimes you go on ice and you just you just wait it out. You know, you just do what you got to do. But when they hit, few can withstand. And to be let's be honest, single player games ain't really gonna affect Destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you'll go. You know, you'll play. Elden Ring out. doesn't have the same. Yeah, it have it's the same. not. It, it, you got to be another. You know, either looter shooter or MMO in a space to have some type of thing. Because what? Listen, when when Bungie comes outside, <laughs> and that I'm te- you know how Twitter do when that marketing blitz hit. Just with the Witch Queen stuff before this, we was like, oh my god, she's got she's got Hive Guardians. With oh my god, you hear that voice? Like it, it's it's a whole different animal. That they need. I hope everybody in the marketing team gets raises because literally they have saved this game every time, every year of its existence. <laughs> we do even on terrible season content. Well, season We've the worthy trailer. Movies. I have yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with with the, the P- best PR team and video games. Yes, yeah. PR team. Oh my god, they're the greatest. They they literally they 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 owe a lot to that squad for sure. Oh yeah, I was like, I mean, I know it's I'll coming. Miss, I'll miss it's... I'll miss the Activision days. That was uh, I don't I don't know if you guys ever actually I would have seen you there if you were there, but yeah, uh, back in the day when Activision was like the thing, they they used to do these bougie events where they fly you up to well, Seattle. Well, that was like the Destiny 2 reveal when we saw people in like the hangar, right? That, that was, well, that one was like a one-day event, but they used to do on-site mm. review events where they'd rent out like this whole hotel. You get mm. three meals a day and snacks and they'd put you up in the hotel. There was a week of my mm. life where I didn't leave a hotel. Literally, I wow. took all my meals in the hotel. I played Destiny in this massive room with all these other press people in the hotel. And Ooh. then at the end of the day, I would go back and just fall into a bed and then wake up the next day to play more ah. Destiny. That was like my entire life. Those were 
speaking of like now that we're talking about the marketing and PR team, like mm-hmm. they, I feel like they knew. Oh, if you give them like a cool experience, it'll kind of like color their view of the game. And so they used to do these like so bougie. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Use the champagne I, I and caviar, even though the game sucks, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that was the thing. And, and everybody would always be like, you know, I, I would go there and I'd be like, oh, no, obviously I'm a totally like unbiased, objective reviewer, uh, you know, doing what I can. But it's like you make friends. It's like going to it's like going to camp, you know, like you're there with all your buddies who also like the same things you do. And you're all you feel special because you're getting to go and play it first. And you got all the devs. Oh, do you want to do an interview with me? Let's let's talk right now. We'll talk about the art direction of the game. And it's like, oh, my here's, God. here's the crazy thing right now. And I know I know this this data metric does not represent the entire community, but look how impressive. Yeah. We are all complaining right now how dead it is, and you know we're gonna have to wait. And they're looking it. at the current current I'm players or something. Xbox, I'm looking at just the Xbox most played games right now. Destiny is number six in a dead season with no loot, and we're bitching about trials. We six. It's Iron. It's Iron Banner, Cog. It's always been Iron Banner. That's what's carried this game as far as it has gone. So all this Destiny Killer talk that I hear from other people that don't like the game, and it, they, they're literally in their worst position right now in a long time, right? During this this t- horrible seasonal lull. And it's the sixth played game. What's the concurrent? What's, what's the joint on, um, on Steam? I, I got to t- t- put me on E. I want to know what's going on with the numbers. Uh, That's I'm, crazy. I'm looking right now. It's insane. Steam charts. It's, it's, yeah. You want to know 48 hours? It's literally next to Warzone, Fortnite, Apex, Grand Theft, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, and there's Destiny 2. By the way, Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 5 just surpassed the number of PS2 sold. Yeah, 156 wow. million or 157 wow. million. It, it like has that. now sold more copies of that game than they sold consoles during wow. the PS2. Generation. September of 2021, 89,000. Yeah. October sixty six thousand. Mm-hmm. Last thirty days, what was it? Sixty three thousand. It's a drop with steam. But yeah, I mean, playing an hour ago or forty eight mm-hmm. hours, twenty four hour peak sixty seven thousand. Playing an hour ago, sixty thousand. They stand right there though. It's so literally steam. hanging around sixty k on Steam, which is just hey. bonkers. Like, bonkers. Yeah. That is crazy. People are playing this game. Oh yeah. Still. And see, that's the difference. That's why I was, I told you I was worried earlier because it's like with, with them trying to change anything because it's like, yo, they're doing well. You know what I'm saying? When things are technically by, not happy by the hardcore, so to speak. Like the hardcore, we the yeah, hardcore. Yeah, and that's why the vocal that's, minority and they're that, probably like, I don't care about the vocal minority when I mean, 60,000 other people are playing this. And and they should, they shouldn't. I think I said last week that like they're not making this game for streamers, right? They're making it for people. But uh I, I still think like th- the way you do lose is you is you is you think that like oh yeah, well yeah. We, we've always made it through so we'll yeah, just yeah, not change yeah. anything well, you can't, absolutely, absolutely. can't let it stagnate I think that they they need to be on guard they need to be afraid of the next yeah. uh, destiny killer even though yeah. they're just sort of standing over the graves of Anthem and Division and all these other There's destiny like, killers that Borderlands you know, Outriders brutally Division. murdered yeah. yeah. It's over for Destiny. It's over. It's dead now. This is the new game. Dead game. So crazy. My God, dude. One actually did mention, though, when it comes to PvP, if Halo Infinite PvP actually hits, 
No, Halo go hurt. No, I was like, no, I was like, and that? No, I don't think so. Halo go hurt. I was like, it's going to be quiet on PvP for a little while, I think, because of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, cool. even even the uh, Insider program, when the yeah. Insider flights happened, uh, the, the player base for PvP in, right. in Destiny went down. I saw somebody post that on Twitter. To their point, the timing is perfect, right? Dead season now. Halo comes. They go underground, right? Buff they got the they 30th get, anniversary, though. They got the 30th anniversary. Try to buff it to get a little light. Yep. Little, little the, financial take, injection yeah, there. Little yeah. financial injection. You take the bump from Halo. They come February, throw out that trailer, and whatever Sabathun's doing, they right back in biz. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I did forget about Halo. I, they, they, they definitely going to get hit by Halo. I, lo- I love how you're like an unofficial ambassador for the PR team at uh, yes. Bungie now. You're yes, like yes. giving them strategies. I'm hey, guys, here's how you're going to do it. Yeah. I, love I actually I actually think they um the reason I think they started selling the 30th anniversary is because they knew about what was going to happen to the game in December cuz like even if you don't play the 30th anniversary package now you already bought it cuz they marketed it to you before right. Halo was yeah. out and you bought it thinking mm-hmm. yeah of course I'm going to play it so there's probably a, a group of people who bought it and are not even going to make time for it but yeah I I, I think uh if there's any games that have like similar players, it's Halo. Uh, yeah. But that only goes so far, right? Like they're yeah. they're not going to lose I mean, any players on PlayStation. Yeah, there's that. not going to be a raid. There's going to be you know an eight to ten hour, twelve hour, however long the campaign could be twenty hours. For all I know, it's it does have a finite point, and yes. then it's the PvP life. And then unfortunately for something like Forge, which I think would really actually give it a lot of legs, we're probably not six there, months huh? away from yeah. that one. Like that's. They said like the season after is co-op and the season after that's Forge. So it is potentially six months. And I know it's going to have legs for, you know, campaigns every year. However, they decide to do all this stuff. It's fine. But Halo will be one of those for PvP that is probably going to make people, if nothing else, if it hits well, which sounds like in all of the tests and stuff that it already did. But I was like, I think it's going to get people to push even harder for pvp properness when it comes to destiny because if they have ranking if they have all these esport events and granted it's a much more balanced game and i get that because there's only a set number of weapons there's not roles really balanced right and it was designed that way yeah, yeah it's like it's specific yeah. but in turn bungie like still is gonna have to like and they have some plan but they're gonna have to learn um one random other topic I did want to ask you guys as kind of a way to wrap this thing up. Um, cool guy had a really good video that I wanted to kind of mention basically because it was one basically saying, and this is where I wanted to see if you guys had an opinion about this or otherwise. Um, he basically said there's really not a whole lot of variance when it comes to builds in Destiny. Did you see what I'm talking about? And I was like, and I've been asking for this for a while. And I'm sitting there screaming at like Armor 3.0 and everything else. I didn't know if you had a chance to watch the video. Um, did you, Cog? Talk a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, basically just saying the way stats are designed, the way things are kind of designed, you're basically pushed into almost one loadout, especially for PvP. And PvP yeah. is going to be similar. But do you guys think we have any hope in changing that? Or do you even agree with what Cool Guy said first? I guess if you've seen it. Yeah, shout out to him. I mean, the thing with him, he's so good He's very, what I love about Cool Guy, he's very nuanced in specific builds and things that people think are useless in Destiny. I love that about him. Yeah. Like, he has a skill with that. And, um, yeah, he made some good points. You know, it, it, the game pushes you in specific build directions and other things that seem to be a certain play style, they really 
they don't lean that way. They, the, the, the data shows that the way Bungie's designed it, it doesn't lean that way. And I think it is something that they need to concern themselves with. I think that all the stuff we've always talked about, you know what I'm saying, the Armor 3.0 stuff, the, you know, skill bonuses, stat bonuses, stuff like that. But even with weapon play, you know, from from distance and, and stuff like that, and they, 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 it's, a, it's a heavy hand on certain playstyles and certain aspects of playstyle even with the statistical stuff that we've always talked about like right. when he talked about you know recovery and how highly valued that that's is literally and, like the number one stat like nothing right. else compares to recovery yeah, in the entire game right and yeah. me and you have always you know since the flashpoint days talked about like mobility truly making you faster yeah. and, you know just, mobility you know, still cracks me up bro, like how is, is that how 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 it's like it's it's your ads about that so many times. oh my god mm -hmm. but yeah it's like i mean i that's where i kind of always come back to it's like could you ever get to a point where you had you know six hunters who were like agile and nimble and quicker they jumped higher they ran faster versus six titans who were just tanky and slow Right. Could that right. ever would be a hilarious? Take could that it? ever be a if thing? They, if they can't, if they don't want to do that, because they're worried, because honestly, speed is like the name of the game in Destiny Comp, so that would like obviously the best one. So I get why they they like under delivered on mobility rather than over delivering, because we all saw what season of the Fast Warlock was like. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so uh, ridiculous. That what was that was pretty great. Remember where they, yeah, you know, don't lie to me. Where you guys were flying at 90 miles per hour across the map was unreal. Like a freaking um, pinball around the map, dude. Calm down. I, I mean, I, I, I was still killing, I was still killing you guys because you can't aim your warlocks. But uh, yeah, that was, that was wild. Um, uh, don't have to aim. You know what they could do, E, is they could just take out the um, the ability for you to determine your, um, your, your spin, your uh, look sensitivity and make that mobility. There you go. Oh, then you're messing with controls. I can't do that. <laughs> look, look sensitivity. Isn't that part of mobility? I just want to know, like, why? It's always been weird to me that some settings that are sort of like your character's movement can just yeah. be edited in the setting yeah, and you can kind of choose yeah. how fast or slow you yeah. are. But then other ones, it's like, no, no, no. You need the stat to do mm -hmm. that. You need the stat mm -hmm. to move faster. It's just weird games. Man. Yeah, it's just people would be know. so pissed if if oh, your uh, if your look sensitivity was was tied to oh. your mobility stat, though. But yeah, oh, that God. was that, that was just so kind amazing. of the random question. It's just like builds, especially in PvP. There's not like multiple ways to really play. High mobility is going to help most. High recovery is going to help most. And then whether you go for supers, but if you go for like punches and things like that uh, he goes he went really deep into certain exotics like get leaned into more than others because of specific things and then you got like you know hunters mobility helps the dodge warlocks literally win the whole thing because everybody already wants recovery so you don't have to worry as much about the other two so then you can lean into the abilities more and then titans over here getting screwed on resilience because that doesn't mean a damn thing to anybody you just need a minimum so you can't get like two tapped or you can use your wall but then again, you have Saiten's Ramparts, which if you do use your wall a lot, then that thing kind of breaks. Like, they, it is weird that, like, we are at a point where it does feel like there is a very specific way to play. And there's oh, not yeah. a lot of choice. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they want you to have RNG and stats, but it's like just because the RNG and stats means you aren't getting to the one that they know everybody wants. And it is, yeah. it is kind of like there's not multiple ways to build a character out. You take something like any other RPG that they want. And I guess that's the thing for me is I want them. I don't know if they'll ever, ever keep leaning into the RPG MMO action RPG. And I'm like, you are missing. They will. 
on they the will. RPG I mean, pretty hard. E- even if you even if you just look at the light uh, subclass uh, re- like redoing, refresh. That doing, that's like that that's like help. so that's so RPG heavy. Like everything they're doing about like customizing, you know your your artifacts and your perks and all that stuff is like is is so RPG. So I think they're I think they've shown over the past couple of years that they're dedicated to like the RPG. It's like a a but uh, it's like an RPG pretty... ultralight to me. It yeah. does not feel that strong. I I I disagree. In a game with fifty currencies, I don't think you can say it's ultralight. I think you can say well, it's you would not love to take some of those out. <laughs> yeah, I know. We all would. Would any of us not do that if we had? But a they're magic not wand, like, but like they're arbitrary currencies. They're not typically helpful. It's not like I have six different gems. Like this one gives me strength over here. It's like I have currencies for infusion for arbitrary. Na- like most of them. I, don't I, th- do I think much. part of part of the of the love of Destiny is that you can play it fairly casually. It doesn't require you to learn all of the systems to play it. And my problem with MMOs is it's the exact opposite. You cannot play those unless you learn 40 encyclopedic systems first. And so I think they have to pick and choose their battles. I think they can do an armor... No, I do not want yeah. that. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think most people he want that. He wants that. He oh, wants that. I mean, I want if, if more he, of it. If he wants yeah. that, that's fine. But I, I think that I think they should sort of lean away from the MMO, like at least the traditional MMO. I like that it's massively on, multiplayer online. I just think the traditional MMO of like making everything like a really high barrier of entry. I think they can do armor 3.0. I think they can rework the stat system because it's already doesn't really make a lot of sense. And I think they can do. Um, they can redo the light subclasses and make things just a little more nerdy because players get that. But I think they should try to stay away from some of the stuff that turns off a lot of people from like Warframe. Like that, those systems in Warframe are wild. There's just like it's wackadoo. There's so many different systems in those games. World of Warcraft is way too complicated for people. That, that game's not enjoyable. It's so complicated. I think a lot of. Like I was that. like, and there's a balance. So, they don't have to go into like level 100 woodcrafting for chopping down trees for 20 yeah. hours. I get that, but also it's like, as we've said, it's like the stats. And again, the way the, the stats stat are, system doesn't make sense. The stats are the stats yeah. don't do. And if that's and for me, that's why I want armor to get a revamp is because I keep saying it's like I have you know class items every time delete delete. I don't care what it is. There's not a point for right. class items zero point and again if you go through outside of farming for better stats on an exotic if you get a decent stat roll yeah and you masterwork for, i mean if you play enough to masterwork like solar arc void and stasis you have four sets of armor and you literally don't need yeah. more of them you could yeah. potentially have eight if you really wanted to have a pve and pvp set but that'd be a bit yeah, much the class item has devolved into whatever the seasonal artifact yeah that's literally mod. it what's the height the high mod the that you gotta put thing? in there that's it. Yeah, it's going to cost seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know so you saying? can't do anything else. You can't do anything else, and you know you got to keep that particle deconstructed. What was the other one with the uh, the grenade launchers the season before? What I don't the remember the name, but yeah, grenade, yep. God mode yeah, grenade launchers. Yeah, God mode grenade launcher. It, it's just what it is right now. They, and I think right. I, I agree with Trav. Yes, I agree with Trav. That is going to be from a they're going from a build standpoint. The subclass 3.0, like Void 3.0, that's we're gonna get the builds. We're gonna get a lot of build diversity. But um, I'm with you on the um the base level, the stat level. 
I don't think they're changing that. I mean, I, I'm hopeful. Uh, I would hope they change it. I still feel a lot of those systems are still tied into engine. That's just my gut. You know, I, a lot of that stuff. I don't know if we ever will get that revamp. You know, I'm still waiting for my division legendary set bonus revamp stuff. That's I think that's the most dire thing they need, and that's so easy, set and bonuses. it's not. Yeah. Su- it's not super nerdy and like uh, like uh, confusing mm-hmm. like some of the other RPG systems that people yep. propose. My yep. my thing is, I already think the mod system is like a little. It's like a little too complicated. The stat system you well, have they to had like to make a solar arc. It. You like you already are limited yeah. so much on what to put in there. Then you got to have a solar piece of armor to see this one, and you can't yep. even see the other mod like when you're in the solar piece. It's not that it's like yeah. it's no, grayed no. out because it's arc. You can't see. You're like they I got a mod. Where yeah, is it? but but uh-huh. even even then, e like not only is there not a good way to see all your mods, but there's not even a good way to see what mods are out there and which ones you. Well, I mean, you can look at the collection system, but you get them from so many different sources. Yep. So it's like it's like the same problem with the weapons. Like, oh, where did you get that? Oh, you had to be here four seasons ago when uh, you know Osiris decided to open a theme park, and we all wore you know. Uh, you know uh, animal costumes that season you're like what like i i i can't do that like you know it's just insane or you gotta so go I, put I, umbral engram into this one thing and hope you get the right role yeah it's crazy so the, yeah the, the mod the mod like uh discovery is bizarre to me i think they, they, they need a better way to do that yeah, i agree yeah. i agree for people who come into the game and like they don't have a lot of these extremely necessary mods like protective light or the, the rocket launcher one ordinance and there's there's ones that were really good and it's like if you weren't there when warbine came out and if you weren't there like now you gotta hope that some people don't even know that like um what's sorry the 801 and 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 what you call it uh banshee are, are really even selling these things right yeah. like it's very difficult yeah, to play catch up on destiny as a new part as a new player and i agree like the, it's still all over the place and the fact that you know you, you have to now have a siva version of the armor so you can fit the siva exclusive mod like it's 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 artificial yeah, it's yeah. All, well that's like the, yeah the stasis yeah because yeah, stasis right now you have the now the stasis mods and the stasis mm-hmm. armor and then yeah whenever the green or whatever color comes next as you said whenever that one comes with Lightfall, because they were working on it, but didn't quite make it into this expansion. So now, are you going to do a fourth one, fifth one, and put that in and make us have five sets of armor and not give me any vault space? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the we problem. know we know what the next two colors are going to be, right? E green and red, just Christmas black. Uh, I guess you could go black, yeah. Yeah, because it'll be it'll be like lightfall or lightfall the void, and light. the they, veil. They gotta give us like they gotta give us like a shadow element. It'll be like veil or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, black doesn't look great on a UI for numbers and stuff like that. So, what do you do there? Darkness mode. <laughs> Destiny's after it, after lightfall. Destiny's gonna live in darkness mode. All the menus are gonna be black with white right. text. It's gonna That's be it. lightfall. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, that's the problem. Is they got they got rid of sunsetting green. Oh, we don't actually have yellow. That's actually true. Ooh. Yellow would work with green. Yeah, get your primaries in there. Yellow, green and yellow because of the sports team. Flawless logic there. Yeah, <laughs> there Green go. Bay Packers. <laughs> green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah. There we go. Like wrong team, but that's fine. They they like Seattle. It'll, it'll be green and black. Come on, we all know. It would be cool for like the little poison. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what everybody thought. You have hive. You have poison. You got. I thorn, still think they're got, right. 
Yeah, it's like I think I that's supposed to have been there. I just, they just didn't get it in this expansion for whatever reason. But we don't like, know that they flat out said it. So if they come back at it now, they apparently made you know miracles happen. Misdirection. But generally, like yeah, you're you're probably right. The vault is like one an issue for me because yeah, I even I'm trying to get down to where I just keep one of each weapon, just one, and then I've got I've got too many exotics. I do need to sort through those, but like. One of each weapon, and then like one of even one of each exotic, you're almost gonna have a full vault. Almost. Oh, bull cock prediction. Who keeps exotics though? I do. Do you have a but, reason to keep exotic weapons? Or aside yeah, from the ones with unique roles? Because I'm like, they're gonna eventually buff something that's trash. <laughs> yeah, but you take it out of collections. Yeah, you can yeah, do you that. Can I pull mean, it. Like, if I've infused it. it recently, but if I see an exotic that's, like, 1293, yeah, that's gone. Yeah, so I don't keep yeah. those, but if I'm, like, if I've got some that I've mixed up this, like, I pulled a Borealis and it's, like, 1329. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to keep that for the next three months because I never know, so. My my bold prediction for your vault space, I think so, Sunset is coming back. Man, that's going to go over really fun. I, I, that's, like, gas I on a fire. I want to watch that. I think, gonna, I think they're going to sell a separate Vault Space app like Pokemon did for Pokemon storage. There you I, go. I, you want to see the first time I, like, buy silver faster than I ever have is I got to buy Vault Space. We'll do it in a yeah. heartbeat. It'll be a, it'll be a monthly subscription. You'll pay $10 a month for, like, the the or the oh, middle so package. So it'll so be five for it'll be five if you want like five hundred slots. It'll be ten dollars a month if you want a thousand. And then for twenty dollars a month, you'll you know be able to store however much. You know, just like Google Drive. You know, you buy like a couple like terabytes. Yeah, two terabytes or hundred. You have a yeah. Dropbox. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Dropbox. Destiny Dropbox. Be, yeah. No, it's the Destiny. It'll be called. It'll, it'll, it'll be oh, called it's the Luke Destiny Dropbox. Content Vault. I'm done. The Destiny Luke Gear Vault. Dropbox. Don't yeah. encourage them, Chav. Don't encourage them. Just telling you, that's that is the model, and it actually is kind of the only one that makes sense because uh, storing items does require server space. Well, even my brother on, even my brother yeah. on Final Fantasy fourteen said he had to spend like five, maybe ten bucks, and he's got so much more storage. I'm like, one time? Do you have any idea how many people in this game one time would pay like five or ten bucks to be like just double my vault? Just like you want a transaction? Oh bam, yeah, in a heartbeat, like. Oh, oh they, people do it. 60,000 people paid $10 today. Bam. <laughs> I just want to see the world burn. Oh, when Sunset media. comes back? They oh. be like, this company is the same company that vaulted your content. Uh, we got to bring Hulk on for that episode. Oh, God. Like, when they announced, if they announced this, freeze, bring on. This is the same company that, that, that to took our gear, vaulted it away, and now got the order. Bro, they are going to get raked over the coals. But people ain't going to get a Hawkway go get. I will buy that. I, that's one of those well, where I'm like, I don't and care. That's the thing. That would only be if for I'm the buying, because I will buy my service space. It's fine with me. Like I hasn't hasn't Bungie said that real like Destiny casuals do not have a problem with vault space at all. Haven't they said that multiple times? That yeah, like, yeah, like basically other people have asked what about vault space and they've been like, dude, it's just you. You're it's the just, only one yeah. with this problem. It's and I, I kind of believe that because I've never had a problem with vault space, but not because I'm a casual, because I'm just unsentimental. I just get rid of roles like right away. I'm like, oh, I don't care about this anymore. Bye. The, the reason for me has always been, I know the cycle of buff. Yeah, nerf, they always are. My machine guns are going to come back or this yep. snipers are going to come back. And it's like, so yep. I, you keep options because what did they say recently? Adrenaline Junkie is going to get a buff in December. Like, out of nowhere, this random perk that was like, well, that's kind of trash. Well, now they're going to make it good. Well, yeah, they even tell you now on Twitter, hold on to those rolls because they could be mm -hmm. good here in about a month. I'm like, I don't have a place to put them. 
Let's be real. People pulling out Cartesian coordinates out of nowhere. Like, exactly. You know yeah, that that's thing all of a sudden. Out now that's crazy in the energy. That's arc. Contingency it's plan. Contingency plan. People that had that. Like, Bungie just, it's always. So it's like, I'm a victim of it. I'm like, yo, I know this is trash and right that's now. That's the problem. Yep. But this role right here is so good on this trash archetype. That I'm just gonna keep it because I know they gonna buff it. And when I when they come back, I'm like, ah, yes, I'm good. I kept that very rare trash thing that is now god tier. <laughs> That's how they do. How they do, man. Yeah. Well, as always, I think that definitely covered our bungee please for a little while. Give me some damn vault space, or I'll uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Destin. Destin, I'll keep it. I'll mm. be like, it has been however long since we've been asking for vault space. I'll keep it going for Destin, so that way when he comes on here, he doesn't even have to say it. I got him covered. But overall, I'd say this was a fun episode. Yes, sir. Anything else for you gentlemen to add before we go? Anything that you guys are uh, needing to get off your chest before we wrap this episode up? Oh, this is good. This is really good. I was like, I was dreading trials talk because I'm like, I was getting exhausted. But I was like, this is a really fun episode. <laughs> like, I was like, I really enjoyed this one. It's we kind of we kind of glossed over the trials too. We didn't even really spend much time on it. We've we've all just we're so sick of talking so about the trials controversy. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fun. I'm glad you you, you had the other talking points too, because it was so fun to talk about those other things and just what we want. But uh, yeah, dope episode as always. Nice. Well, gentlemen, as we wrap this thing up, we'll start with you, Travis. Where? Where's the next thing people can find from you? Or if you can, you yeah. probably can't even give an embargo date if you're working on anything, but watch IGN, I look for this name of Travis Northup and just search yeah. that daily at about four o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Type in Travis Northup IGN every single day and, yeah. and <laughs> see if he's got something. Have. Yeah. Give him um, lots yeah. Of uh, I've, I've got a review live right now, uh, Writer's Republic, which I liked a lot. Spoiler alert, I gave it an 8 out of 10. That means it's great. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I've got another uh, preview I'm working on, and I'm also working on the wiki for mm -hmm. Forza 5. Uh, I'm going to be finding every single uh, uh, XP board and fast travel station in that game. So I'm. Uh, this is actually my first wiki assignment. wiki. So uh, I have no idea if, if I'm going to be qualified or good at it, but I do love the Forza game, so I should be able to find them all, right? How hard could it be, he said, is his last words. <laughs> Final last words. How hard uh, could it yeah, be? You can find me, you can find me uh, every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific uh, on a show called BitCast. We compete directly with the Iron Lords podcast and we talk trash on them the entire time. We're, actually, that's that's most of our podcast is us just like talking about how there are amateurs and all that stuff. Uh, I do the show with a guy named Ames, an industry veteran, a legend and uh, the live action Fred Flintstone, a guy named Dan, um, which is very fun. Um, yeah, time. so uh, you can find me in those places. Also, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Ty Guy Travis. And if you don't follow me, uh, that's probably a good choice. Selling yourself so well, as always. We appreciate it, Travis. Ooh. Cog, what do you got? Any <laughs> awesome guests coming? Any episodes or videos they should look up on ILP? What do you got? Yeah. Check out my man Attic, man. He, he did his first like kind of major review for a uh, video review for um, Forza Horizon 5. Very honored to get that on the channel. It was great. It's hilarious. The Forza haters perspective. I mean, the driving game haters perspective of Forza Horizon 5. So it was really cool. Definitely pick your uh, audience well on that one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he knew what he was doing. Salute to him, but, you know, was able to get the code and knock that out. So check that out. Um, IOP this week. No guess. Just go keep it regular. You know, we may have some just, surprise popping. Just you know, hosts we'll all week for you. It's yeah, light work, I, man. Light work. I need it. I need it, bro. Too many, too many podcasts. And sometimes, that's why I said I really enjoyed this show because i was like sometimes you just gotta be with the fam you know what i mean just with the fam like like how we doing today well hey travis if you've ever needed to roast somebody i need you to start stocking up for one of our guests because when mooch finally comes on this show i need you to light him up light him up i can't wait yeah because because he's been bumped a couple times trying to get trying to get ready to be on the show i'd be like dude ready gotta (laughs) it has been it has been way too long since i've made somebody cry so i'm very excited we don't want to quite do do that to our guests oh no we will (laughs) he said oh no no we will we will will. Check out the Friday Duke this week. Some fun conversations with Mr. Maddie Plays talking about the Sega partnerships, checking all that good stuff out, what's going on in the Xbox world. And um, last word podcast, like and subscribe. Hey. Like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell <laughs> when you can. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. You know what I mean? All, all 50 of you still in here at the end, man. Salute, man. A lot of fun. Chat was absolutely hilarious as always. Trav, the homie, E, the homie, tons of fun as always. Yeah, man, fun week. It was just, I needed a week like this just to kind of decompress and just talk about gaming without always prepping for big guests all the time. So, but we'll still have big guests. So <laughs> e, what's going on with you? Uh, and you got to tag me. Wait, E, you got to, I got to put you on black. Please tag me when you tweet your video, sir. Tag me in your video so we can get that promotion going on, brother. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So also talk going? more about Elden Ring. I feel like you don't talk enough about yes. that game. Yes, yes. Oh my god, like I just want to break down that entire 15 minutes frame by frame, but that would be way too long. I want to I want a video of you do of you talking about Elden Ring and I want you to be shirtless and just covered in sweat the whole time. Yeah. Cuz honestly, what? that would because I feel like that's what? your energy, right? Like <laughs> you shirtless and covered in sweat. What did I just get yeah. done? With rowing like, outside like, in the, no, 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 I was outside no, like, rowing no, like, in the Texas heat and then I just no, no. walked in to record a video. Go. Yeah, not not physical sweat. I want it to be like that mental sweat, you know, like with the yarn board behind you and you've got like you're like you're like going through the trailer and you're you look like you haven't slept in like three days and you got no shirt on for some reason. Maybe blood. I don't know. We are are past Halloween. Yeah, that's for the OnlyFans. Dramatic got it right. That's on the OnlyFans. (laughs) That's where that goes. I I love how he uh, always has you like this country bumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) I live in Dallas, man. (laughs) I live in like one of the biggest cities in like the States. And yeah, it's still kind of <laughs> i'm just saying do you want e. views or not e do you want views or not what are so you willing to do it's for the content it's for Listen, the content man, right? that only fans would be popping if you do that so i'm telling you i don't know how your wife gonna feel but your only fans gonna be popping he's like hey you paying some bills we're gonna make it work no, <laughs> I got right, that's right. get out there baby get out, get out. go work it and work that corner work it work, work it that corner, baby. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. I digress. Actually, I think we digressed. But I, I digressed. We definitely yeah. digressed. Travis digressed. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go Game Pass or Premium for Forza. If I wait like four days, that might give me time to go for Lost Ark, actually. So if I put some okay. time into the Lost Ark beta, focus on that, then I can just wait like four days and play 
sports on Game Pass, which will probably suffice what I'm going for. If you do, can we, all three of us, do a Forza cross-play session? I would love yes. to test that out. PC, you know what I'm saying, console, all together. Yeah, absolutely. Let's try that. You know, all of us, you know, for the most part. That would be kind of fun. You know what I'm saying? Let's try a Forza session. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh Shout it's out to Dr. Fu, by the way, with the raid. If you guys are coming over, thank you. I didn't oh, even know YouTube raids, but if you said go over to another channel in somebody's oh. live, that's impressive, by the way. If you managed to Wait, YouTube raid, no, I think he just manually told people to go here or put a link in his chat. So oh, that's true. that's some dedication and right it, there. So thank it, you, it Dr. Seem, Fu. It seems like it seems like they joined right when we started talking about the shirtless raid. So I think oh, yeah, I, yeah. that was perfect timing. Yeah, you guys, was, now you have to We were it. literally now talking about like Destiny for like an hour and a half, other games before that. You guys get here in the five minutes when this place goes to hell. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Shirtless yeah. For the stream. <laughs> for shirtless yeah I'm in a stream. racing helmet and no shirt. <laughs> yeah, nice. Bro. The helmet stayed on. Ebontis edition. Yeah. There you go. You gotta yeah, you, you gotta go. keep the helmet on. Gotta be gotta be safe in these bumpy. Lord Shacks. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, no, yeah, checking out Lost Ark. Obviously, got Zer tomorrow. Not really doing a whole bunch in the world of trials because it's not there. And then Forza, but yeah, still just like working through guides. Gonna work on my solo prophecy guide. Work back on a presage guide. Just kind of some of those for guides of stuff that people can do when they're coming in. And just guides for like newer people of for people who are still gonna be tripping into this game every day because there's sixty thousand people playing it, and most of them are not on the level that we are on. So trying to help out the ones that I can. So that's mostly what I'm doing. But if you guys enjoy the show, if you got this far um, for one, if you enjoy the show, go find us on audio platforms like Spotify, iTunes, anything like that. Leave us a review over there. Also here on the channel, drop the likes, you know, subscribe to all of these awesome gentlemen, follow them on Twitter, go read the log net articles, go read the IGN articles, hit F five, 6,000 times, get those numbers up. Uh, but for all of you guys out there, this has been a very fun episode. I want to thank my host yes. as always, Travis Cog. You guys are fantastic. And this was just a fun one, a chat, kind of some grievances, letting, you know, air in the dirty laundry a little bit right now, just kind of getting everything out there. It is one of those weeks. It's just going to kind of be that way. And the distractions are going to start coming. So I think as we wrap up this episode, you guys are all fantastic. Thank you for the raid, by the way. Sorry, you caught us at the weirdest moment possible. Thank you, Travis. Or did you? <laughs> people are gonna go. Watch, people watch, are gonna watch, watch the vibes come through. Watch yourselves. I feel we do it, Travis. Yeah. I see you got that that the algorithm. Yeah, pop. see, I've got I've got a Patreon and then the OnlyFans. That's the one you got to dig go. deep to find. That's right. Yeah. Only th- only thing you're missing is you got to start making conspiracy videos. Just like uh, the more wacky. That's like the other thing on YouTube that's real hot right now is if you can. Uh, you can just make some uh, make some unsubstantiated claims. That'd be great. I'll probably stay out of that craziness. That seems to lead down a weird. That, that probably leads to a weird rabbit hole. Well, fine, fine. All right, suit well, yourself. Thank- I'm just trying to market you, bro. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, well, thank you all very much. We're going to wrap this one up here. So, episode number one seventy two for November fourth. Thank you all for the support and the love out there. You guys are amazing. We will see you soon. And for this episode, it has been. The last Last word. word.